And welcome to Calling the Audible. What is this voice? I, I wondered if you remember that you were leading the show. Yes. Okay, I, cool. I do remember, <laughs> well, yes. clearly, but I, we didn't we hadn't talked about it till just, you know, just now. Just now. So, I wasn't sure if you remembered from last week. Can you move your jacket bag thing? It's in the frame. Jacket bag thing. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. It's not you. That's why I looked at him. Hey, jacket bag is retreating. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. No, but seriously, though, what was that voice? It was like, I don't know, a raspy radio voice. So it wasn't, like, inspired by anything? No, no. Yeah, it was terrible. (laughs) Jeez. Way to to prop me up. I mean, you're doing well in football, so I got to find something. (laughs) Yes, it was quite the week uh, in in FPF. Uh, What, for good and for bad reasons? Yes, yes. Uh, We'll start off... uh, with the, uh, of course, the sad news of uh, Melanie Dubon, uh, mother of Xavier Couture, uh, wife of, uh, uh, sorry, mom to Xavier Couture and, uh, and, and, Mel- and Moog uh, Couture, and wife of, uh, of Nicolas Couture, of course. Uh, a team of, uh, or a family of scorekeepers that uh, started with us in the winter 2021. Uh, always show dedication to not just the league but football in in general, right? Um, always, always, you know, happy happy to be there. Always willing to bail us out in uh, in times that we needed extra scorekeepers. Very generous. Very, uh, yeah. They're just a football family, and uh, I will add on not just in the flag plus community, but also right. in tackle and cougars right. and everything. Like very yeah. much a community member, and it's very sad to have heard. Yeah. I, I saw the the text Robert sent us on uh, Saturday, and it was shocking. I didn't know, like, I mean, she went in for an unrelated surgery and stuff, right? So you never expect, you know, you always know that there's a small percentage chance and whatever, but, um, you know, you never expect it to happen because of how infrequently it does happen, right? So, uh, you know, uh, we we wish the best for the Kutsur family, and, um, you know, it's a difficult time, and, and nothing... You know, it's not one of these things that ever that ever gets better, right? It just so yeah. it just becomes a part of your life. Um, but know that you have the support of the community, and, yeah. and that truly is. We talk about it all the time. That's to <laughs> us, to myself, to Iggy, uh, to the, to Eagle, to, to all of us that work here. That the communal aspect of what we've become huge. is the thing that's most important to us, right? Yeah. So, uh, do know that you had the support uh, if you need it. We're we're all here for you. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people uh, came up to me uh, even last night, and I'm like, yeah, they're they're actually here. Uh, Xavier Kutsud, uh, playing with a heavy heart last night at 10:30 uh, yeah. at Brossard, and a huge interception he got, and the the, the their you know the repeat offenders team just lit up, you know, uh, real 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 tough moment. But uh, yeah, playing with a heavy heart, like I said, and he he balled out like he always does, and uh, he's gonna continue. He's one of the rising stars in FPF, and. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's he's gonna just be rising the ranks every uh, every season. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, well said, Iggy. Absolutely, and I'm 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 glad you were there to catch the game, and it must yeah. have been a cool moment for him. Yeah, yeah, oh for sure. And like I said, a lot of people came and uh, came up to me, and you know, s- passed their condolences uh, on over. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like you said, it's a it's a community that uh, that cares. And uh, and yeah, please tackle what you said. Like if I, you know, reach out if ever you need anything. We're uh, football's family, and we're uh, we're here. There is a public visitation on Friday. Uh, if you're interested in attending, p- reach out to the family, and they'll give you the details. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, a little bit of a somber start. Um, we do, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, continue on our, our season. Um, just some announcements. Uh, of course, the I'll do the Mocon thing of uh, just reminding everyone that uh, our finals and playoff schedule are uh, posted on the website. Uh, we'll do the usual. Make sure you have your games played. Uh, it's starting. The emails are starting to creep in of, hey, I had a, yeah, I had a guy that... Uh, Oh, here's a bunch of excuses. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I saw from the other side of the field. I'm like, your quarterback didn't have, you know, a, a number on his jersey. That's why he didn't get the stats. How hard is it? To it was a sub quarterback. And he oh, I've never stats. had a sub yeah. who didn't have a number. Uh, I'm like getting subs for my game tomorrow. I'm like, you have a black same, jersey? Same. No. Oh, I'll bring you one. Or yes, I do. Great. I have it. a mass unit tomorrow and I packed a bunch of extra jerseys in case. Yeah. yeah. You know. Anyways, it happens, so just make sure you are respecting the uh, uniform uh, protocol to get your game played, to get your stats. Uh, also, uniform protocol for shorts with no pockets, because that happened the other night. Oh, yeah. I'm never getting my shorts back. Nope. No. Uh, Iggy, Iggy was a good Samaritan and lent an extra pair of shorts to a gentleman who had forgotten his and got a Are you a gentleman pockets. if you don't return a man's shorts? Hello? That's ref- directed at you, the question. Yeah. Not the gentleman part, but just the question. No, no. I mean, I want to know. Yes. Well, I mean, the gentleman part is in, within the question. Yes. I mean. No. <laughs> no. No. No, I can't. If, if if you borrow something and then. Now, there's one thing if you forgot. I think. You, what I are think, the cardinal I, sins of FPF? Not, not returning shorts. Not stealing flying. someone's F2000. That's like a mortal criminal. Sin. Yeah, yeah. Like it's criminal. as far as I'm concerned, it's a crime. Like, if you were to receive life imprisonment for your entire family for taking an F2000, I think it's justified. I think it's justified. Yeah, it's fine. I'm good with and, it. And number three, what's uh? You have a you have a top three there um, of immortal FPF sins. Yeah, don't be dick. <laughs> don't, don't be, be dick. That, that, that's the one command. That's the FPF's one commandment. But um, how how about uh, don't cost your team a playoff spot multiple seasons in a row by lying and cheating uh, with your roster every Definitely. time? That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Don't false. We have a, like a new Gino in town. It seems like who's who? causing uh, who's causing a lot of issues with uh, scorekeepers, uh, falsifying players, saying he's number forty-two, but he's not really number forty-two. Like we have we have a an up and coming uh, <laughs> GDF. Ah, man, you know, and especially for number forty-two, it it takes <laughs> the Montreal Royals great Jackie Robinson's number to drag it through the mud. Ridiculous, Eagle. Uh, we didn't indicate we're. we're uh, which uh, topic could be clipped? So if you want to add that to the script, feel free. Uh, I will be doing that, although I do set the expectation that usually Mo is the one that gets thrown off when I say this is a clip or Iggy gets thrown <laughs> off. <laughs> What's a clip? I said. <laughs> What's a clip? Where Where's the clip? Because clip? I thought it was a clip that he was posting onto the segment, and the whole goddamn show last week was where's a clip? And What's, me a, what's a clip? What's a clip? I'm like, oh my god, these idiots here. <laughs> the funniest part is our video editor actually was late on his delivery this yeah. week, and I said it's just because it was so complicated to edit because of all the stupidity <laughs> in, in the clip we were trying we to make. Honestly, last week we did him no favors. We we, we our clips were bloated last week. What's, what's what? And a couple of them, Mo and I started arguing in the middle of it. Why is it bloated? Too much beer? Oh, in my case, that's always the scenario, especially okay. coming out of Saint Jean. There we go. Okay. Yeah. 
Always. Too much meta, not enough analysis. Mm. And then uh, last thing, actually, I have uh, a bunch of your teammates, uh, Nike orders, uh, JS Rusi and uh, Justin Blanchard, uh, to name a few. Okay. So I have their... Are they with or sans pockets? uh, Without. Okay. Yes. At least there's that, because it's the only reason they ordered them. Some of them them had pockets. But is it user error or printing error? It was picking error Mm. from from Nike. Yeah. Oh, from Nike. From yeah. Nike, yeah. They wow. they they told us it would be uh, pocketless. Like they advertised. It pockets. said no. It says on the orders they say no pockets, and yeah. the person who picked the the gear for the orders picked shorts with pockets. They picked with. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You know. Correct. Um, then it's not Nike's fault. They did yes. exactly what they were, we ordered. No. No. The order says no, sh- no shorts. Shorts <laughs> with no pockets. Uh-huh. And the person picked shorts with pockets. Defi- okay. the, the person at Nike who picked them to get printed with Not their me. logo. Okay. Uh, man, I would murder you at work. So <laughs> Your I, personas <laughs> are all over the place. So, but, uh, Michael, how, how is he getting confused? <laughs> who picked it? The, the Obviously per- Nike. The no, per- that's not obvious at all. Why? You make no, no. it seem like the guy who goes on the computer selects the option that says with pockets no, and not without. No, 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 no the, the picker, picker, double that's, warehouse. That's picker. not a persona here. The buyer is a supplier. The supplier. The warehouse, Thank you. The warehouse worker who chose them <laughs> from the wrong pile before they got printed. Jesus. Um. So not yeah, I mean. So are they gonna fix it? Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Yes. Uh, are. Or are they going from air to Nike Freeze? They're either willing to reimburse someone for you to go and sew them up yourself, or they said, or or they said, bring us back and we'll we'll fix it, we'll correct it. Yeah, look, Nike. You have to bring them back. They're not just gonna ship you a new one. No, we have to re- return them. Get the fuck out. I, I I I like I like I like that they're <laughs> that they have such um the sort of touch that they think we all have our own sweatshops to sew the shorts. No, they said no. That's just you, Nike. I'm just like yeah. Anyways. Anyways, it will be corrected for those. Yeah, uh, but we begin uh, this week's show in uh, peas. By the way, buy Nike, great sponsor. We yes. love Nike. <laughs> Go to Sportier for your for your jersey. Yeah, uh, totally. Yes, I've, I've never said a negative word about them on this show. Yeah, uh, we'll start this week, peas uh, and Eagle in uh, in Division A. We'll switch it up because uh, we were ah. doing a lot of co. Did you literally start. just change the script? I did. Yes, okay. I moved it around. Um, Use more time to think about what comes next. Aren't, aren't you the one who decides the order each week? No, that's I. I'm the one who updates that. And yeah. I, yes, and I didn't update it this week. Oh, okay. I just, no, I just that's moved cool. It around now. I, I thought I thought you didn't listen to yourself. No, I moved it around. Follow. I, I, no, I know. Yes, I know. We're I mean, starting two of us. In, in I, I was confused. Who picked it? Who picked the division? Oh my god! Was it Nike? <laughs> no, it was Eagle. <laughs> the supplier. Ah, oh, Eagle. Uh, too funny. Uh, division A. Uh, Last week, you guys spoke uh, about the first seed, Peas. Yeah, it's the most uh, favorite topic. Yeah. About, buys. Yes, about... No, not buys. The well, first because seed. he asks about first seeds usually because there's buys. No, but not this time. Not this time. There's uh, just a simple 1 through 1VA, 2V7 yeah. uh, format. And uh, he seems to think that the 1 seed is a favorable thing and that, that like playing against the 8 seed is a worse matchup. But I don't think... It, I, I, I know. I, I guess know. on the show, I, don't I know, yeah. think it matters this season to Vail. Exactly. You, you, it was about Div B, but I think the same applies yeah. for, for Div A. Um, but looking at that number 1 seed, uh, Party Crashers did lose to the All-Stars a few weeks back in Laval. 
Um, but do are you giving them a chance here uh, at a real shot at getting the number one seed? Uh, they do need to win out the rest of their schedule, and they do need All Stars to lose one more game. So is that in the uh, in the stars and the calling cards for them? It can it can be done. Um, I was there for the party crashers hashtag in our game. Yeah, I know hashtag in our weren't their full roster. There were five players. <laughs> there were five. Uh, Corey Pecker wasn't there. Yeah. Um, Sanders was throwing. Sanders was throwing. Joey was snapping. Yeah. Doing the tarot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I don't take a ton of stock, except for the fact that, look, they look great. They look. They look good all season. I I said my apologies last week to Fred Dupuis. Uh Again, <laughs> had had an actual chance to watch them, and yeah. this could have been a great example for the old Fred Peter Rear's head. And instead, was just what he's been doing you, all season. You saw it, right? What? Like you saw the difference? Yeah. Here and there. Yeah, of course. Like I'm like, you can literally run all hooks every play. He almost pretty much was. Yeah. Just running all hooks. Like it's a, such a boring. I I hate games playing against five. You're just like I can run all hooks all game. I love. It's, I, you have to be so disciplined. <laughs> it was a game we started against five, and I motioned trips to one side each time, just to be a bigger jerk. Just because bring bring six people to the game, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's just so. It Capitals did also not take Mitchell, by the way. Really, really. We're talking about the NHL draft year interjecting real quick. Which you're going to find out about after the draft. Yes, yeah, yeah. Which won't matter. Live updates here on Calling the Audible. Um, so Mo did a wrong thing here again. Um, he said that All-Stars would need to lose one game and Party Crashers win out. But even if All-Stars lose a game, I was looking at they, they, have, they still have the tiebreaker over Party Crashers. So, that so All-Stars it, essentially have it clinched. Yeah, they have it even more locked up in, in, in here. Uh, All-Stars would have to lose their last two games. Mm-hmm. Which just looking. I at mean, I was schedule. just trying to use it as an as an avenue to talk party crashes. Well, I, let's I think here's the thing. I think the most valuable seed for a team like party crashes is not even the one seed. Okay. I mean, I guess it could be. It's the two seed if all stars are the one seed because they only face them. They all only the way face to them in the, the final. And I don't know about you, given this version of of the roster, right? Um, where. Obviously, like the, the, we we have the typical players like Andre Van Dran and uh, and uh, you know Fred Zupri, yeah. uh, Guillaume pa- uh, Guillaume Paquet's not the only much. Uh, yeah, um, I think that diaper, yeah. this unit, if they can go on a playoff run and we can get to see them in the finals against the All Stars, mm-hmm. All Stars being a little weaker than the finest team. Or the, the, the winter oh. team because of the, the cap, yeah. right? They're, they're crunched a little bit by the right, cap. Right. It becomes an interesting dynamic come final time. But but I think that, yeah. like, that would be their hard. That's their hardest matchup, and you don't want that in the first couple of rounds. You want right, that of course. In yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the finals. I, I agree with you. So that really, the the question should have been, you know, can they claim? Uh, can they hold on to the? the and I think they can. The number two seed. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, of course, you know, less well, up struggling. Uh, yeah. Although bless up, they've basically lost by a possession yeah. on the final every, possession every game, a, a, like almost every game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jamison's, you know, the, they're a team that they can beat, but Jamison's look good too. To be yeah, fair. when they're the full roster, yeah. of course, because well, it's not obvious. I was saying, I was gonna say it was obvious, but I ended up uh, playing for uh, the Braves, uh, facing off against the Jamisons. Okay, and they weren't their full roster. I'm like, okay, like this is gonna be a really good test. To see, you know, like where 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 I rank here, is is, is Divay a possibility or not? 
And then there was no James Tyrell. There was no Anthony Brisbois. Um, there was sure, they were missing huge. But you guys. threw seven touchdowns. So I mean, six. worst case you six. could six. six. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Worst case, like you can you can you can now move to Division A and be the worst quarterback, even if that was a bad measure. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you, you yeah. showed you can hang. Yes, but. The trouble will always be, and we're sidetracking here for a little bit, but uh, trouble will be, and it's always, it's it's the difficulty into getting Division A is having a team ar- yeah. surrounding, you know, as the quarterback Although with, with the, enough players. I I call BS here, and the best example I have is the guy we were just talking about, Jeff Rosenblatt. And the teams that he built with a over lot time, of non... Over time. Over time. Yeah. But... Um, there's, there's a starting, there has to be a starting Starting point, point and he was good. Taking his lumps as not being yeah. the uh, the top quarterback in the division, right? And or the top half, yeah, exactly. And Where like he is working not. his way there, right? Yep. And yep. and yep. he earned, I think, a lot of respect by doing that, and allowed him the ability to recruit players. I, uh, absolutely, I totally agree with that. Um, so yeah, so uh, now look, all stars at the number one seed right now. They do have back to back matchups against Star City, who they do now have the the tiebreaker over bless up. But they do have uh, bless up right right up against their heels. So maybe Star City play their two best games against All Stars. So Party Crashers could potentially get that number one seed. But again, I think you're right. Uh, whether it's the one seed or the two seed, they end up uh, would end up playing All Stars in the final, uh, and 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 we believe they they'll stay there at number two. Yeah, and the, you know uh, Star City didn't play this week, obviously, but um, they looked really good in that game against Bless Up. Yep. They they. Just again, if you, you you're not looking at the records per se, but just two quality teams on the field, um, they looked at, they looked efficient as as ever. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, I I'm I think it's surprising anyone beats All Stars in back in back to back weeks. Yeah. But that said, like I can see this going both ways. I can see them taking a win there and then having to play the Braves to really sort of lock in that final final game if they need it. Um, but I can also see Bless Up sneaking in because Star City's fi- like path to the playoffs here is All-Stars, All-Stars, Braves. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> that sucks. That's tough. Yeah. That's really tough. So speaking of Braves. So slight clarification. Philly actually took him at seventh. Who? And he never got to Washington to tough. I missed the seventh round. Oh, okay. So he, they took yes. him at seventh. I just yeah. thought Washington okay. did not take it. And I was yeah. like, wow, that's no, surprising. No, no, but Philly yeah, took him first. Yeah. 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 So uh, uh, watching tomorrow, don't care. So Bra- yes, exactly. Uh, so speaking of the Braves in there, uh, and looking at the next uh, set of uh, seedings here at three, four, uh, three, four, and five, can the Braves? And I don't know why this is a great question because it's really not. <laughs> well, I like that you started by complimenting yes, your own next question. question. It's not my question. question. This is Mo Khan's question. Oh, okay. This is Mo Khan's uh, question. Was it, was it a question about why their picture is not compliant? No, it's oh, about yeah. it's curious. about it's about. You know, can they get into a top four seed? And I think the answer is it doesn't matter. I think it's a terrible question. It doesn't matter. I think with it's a this terrible team. question. I, I've who, I've come who, to learn. I've come to learn that honestly, they, they are don't. Regular season they Braves. don't care about the regular season. They they obviously they do. They, they when they show up to the games, they want to win. But they don't care as long as they get in. Yeah. The, and they have enough players of their core that have enough that have five games or more. They are set to make a playoff run and, and they, they really turn it up a notch once it comes to the, the playoffs. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If the Braves have their normal roster. They're beating everyone. Just their normal roster. And and we're talking about seeding here. Who's the bad matchup for Braves? All-Stars. 
and it's not even a that, bad and it's not a it's bad not, matchup. It's a coin flip. Yeah. So like then it doesn't matter. Yeah. It ultimately it just I guess it's the similar to the party crashers thing is that if you have to face all stars, you know, uh, uh, while it's less impactful for Braves than it would be a team like Party Crashers or Jamisons, like you, you don't want to face them before you get to the finals, right? right. You want right. your reward for beating them is should be like a championship, for example. How about this? I think this is the better question with with them playing so. Ooh, many I like this. I like so. Like Mo said, you had a yes. you had a great question, but you have an even better question. Yes, so I you have the that. greatest question of I all didn't time. Say that. Well, based just. Based from context, Based context clues. Because Mo's are the best questions. He, he set up elite. The, he set up. Yeah, you have an elite question because he set it up where his question was already great. Mm, but it was though. So he said funny. it. So he did. So know. ask me your elite question. Braves are playing a lot of international tournaments in the coming weeks, mm-hmm. uh, with uh, international flag in yeah. Halifax, uh, and then I believe represent uh, playing in the USFL or USA the World Cup of flag. Yeah, uh, <coughs> they're sending a roster over there as well. Can all the travel mileage, playing so many games, tournaments, can perhaps that lead to wear and tear? And, so. and a small and do less damage than they usually do in the playoffs. I think so, depending on when the flights are uh, compared to when your game is. I continually forget how tired I get from travel. It's crazy. It's it's ridiculous. You like, oh, it's just a four hour flight, but it's like a but add, 13 add, hour day. Exactly, because oh. you have to add the hours to get there. You, then if anything gets delayed, then if you have to go get your bags, then you have to wait it's, for an Uber to get you sounds, to, the, to your we, house. We sound like super privileged. <laughs> I know, I know. Listen, but, <laughs> but like. Traveling's exhausting. It is, it, especially for work. It's yeah. really exhausting. Oh, I, I, w- after since returning to work, uh, from from lockdowns, if I could opt out of work travel, I opt out. Every, yeah. I pass it on to somebody else every time. Yeah. So, do you think that all that wear and tear could negatively yeah, impact I think them, th- or it depen- but it depends on when or can, I don't think it helps at all. Or can or can playing such high level competition. Like the U.S. team and and then high level, the best of the best of, of can and then coming back and playing lesser competition versus that can maybe you know where where do they stand there? Does it hinder, help, or hinder them for their playoff run? I think if you look at it long term from like a, a holistic growth perspective, growth perspective yeah. it helps. Yeah, I think it may make the Braves. It's hard to say better because yeah. What the hell? <laughs> well, no, because if you take that holistic approach, they're not winning those championships. They're Correct. like they're middle of the pack. Maybe yeah, like we're, we're slightly below. Our average. men's teams that's don't crazy. do what our women's teams do when they go on the road, right? right? Like that's yeah. you know just not where where they're at compared yeah. to the rest of the world. Um, but I mean, if you think about that, like the fact that they're going to improve as compared to the level that we see in FPF, that that's wild, right? Um, but yeah, I think over time it helps. I don't think it helps short term at all. Clock, please. Oh, shit, <laughs> we're at twenty four. Thanks, Thank Eagle. Uh, so it doesn't help in the short term. You're Silence saying on a podcast. Yeah. N- not only does it, not only does it. You, you just did my voice. Thank you. <laughs> Silence on the podcast. Eagle, what was that voice? Was it referencing something? Uh, yeah, it's me being a douchebag. Oh, I thought you were referencing Iggy. It, yes. That, <laughs> Um, oh, we're saying the same thing. <laughs> Spider-Man meme. Um, so, yes, I think I, th- I don't think it has any benefit short term. I think it only hurts short term because again, the cost, the, the the wear and tear of travel, 
And like it's a way where you don't think you're tired, right? You don't. Right, right, right. But like in Division A, your if your decision's an eighth of a second late, that's the difference between a touchdown and a pick six. Like that's that that's the entire game at that level. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and if if, if there are people watching from a lower division, just so you know, like like the windows as you move up in each division, they close. But I, nothing is more dramatic than what you see. Division one, division yeah. A, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's insane. The yeah. ball needs to be out of your hand immediately, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, like, if you can't make those kinds of decisions, and even in coverage, breaking on balls and stuff like that, it's it's huge. It's so, huge. speaking about those players that make those quick uh, quick reads, the quarterbacks in Division A, we in our early episodes uh, this season, uh, we saw that Kevin Wyeth, the Joe Myers, and the uh, Dan Lazaras had thrown already, I think, four or five picks. You know, two three weeks into the season. Um, but if we look at the standings uh, or the player rankings right now, I don't want to click it just yet. I want to pl- uh, play a game, a game with Pease here. Pease, how oh, many games. quarterbacks do you think have more than 40 touchdowns? So I far? would say five. Because he's looking. At well, I loaded the page as we started talking. Yeah, about I know. It's because Iggy was too okay. winded to load up the question, of course. Because of course, I, I probably would word guessed, salad. I I, I would have guessed three to five, like in that range. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have gotten five, but it is surprisingly close. It, even all the way down to like top ten, practically. I mean, not guy in tenth; he's an idiot. But everyone yeah. else is uh, very well. Like again, seven to mm-hmm. nine less, or six to nine less games played. Yeah. One to five, eight games. Very comparable in effectively every category. I I, I right? knew I knew I knew Wyeth, uh, Dupree, and Rosenblatt. I had 40. I probably would have guessed Zupri. I don't think I would have guessed Cutler off the top of my head. Because he's, yeah. he's, he's been solid. Yep. He's having a really good season. Top three in yards, too. Yeah. So so who's winning quarterback of the year in Division A? When all is said and done. Mm. Who, who's your front runner? Who are you putting money on? I think it comes down to the remaining games. Um, we said all-stars on their schedule. They have, they have uh, Star City twice. So if they have Star City twice, this is going to go one of two ways. Either Wyeth wants to teach them a lesson and play a, a bomb game, essentially, and just run up the score. It's still, and ten, like, it's still 10 touchdowns. Like, yes. Like, worst case is 10 touchdowns, right? Unless one game? Star no, City... No, total. 6-4, 5-5. 6-12. 12-13. I'm 13. saying I'm worst case. Like, oh, at worst. If, yes, if yeah, Star yeah, City yeah. wins those two games, right, 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 he's yeah. still throwing 10 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Star City wins because they play a clock game. They slow the game down. They drive on them and force them to keep it or in the mid-30 range, right? And maybe it's only... Even then, though, mid-30s is still 10 touchdowns over two you weeks. still haven't given me a name. I, but is that enough time. is my point, though, right? Because Party Crashers, Jameson, Zoyam Luminaire, I'm, even KGP, for that matter, are, God damn might it. get more than you're, 10 in those two games. Th- now I know why I answer my own questions. Because you guys don't give me a goddamn answer. It's Jeff Rosenblatt. He's winning quarterback of the year. Well, I mean... I mean, you, you asked the question, so... <laughs> well, I asked the question <laughs> Congratulations. The Jeff Rosenblatt. I, Tell I, me why not, or why. <laughs> so, I, I think if he finishes within a couple of touchdowns of Dupree and Wyeth... And he doesn't throw any they, more interceptions. They have double the interceptions as of right now. Yeah, but double, He's double, like you make it sound like it's ten touchdowns to twenty. It, it's <laughs> it's not that Still many double. T- it's not that many interceptions. Rather, he has he's completed about forty more passes than than his oppositions. Like, but Kevin that's just Wyatt. that's just the style thing. I don't think that's uh, okay. He has party crashers and bless up left on his schedule. I think he wins quarterback of the year. So I, I was thinking, look, I'd love for him to win the quarterback of the year. I, I talked about him being on yeah. Mount Rushmore, right? right. Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not long ago. Yep. Um, but the thing is this. While the yards are there, a lot of the, the measurables are there. Um, if 
Jeff Rosenblatt, let's say like, how many touchdowns do you think he finishes the season with? Uh, 54, 10, 10 more. I'd say, 54, yeah, 52, 54, somewhere in that range. Let's say 52 no. to 55. Okay, he- here's sure. an interesting one, actually. Both Jamesons and Party Crashers both play Bless Up in their last two games, and they play each other. So basically, it's mm-hmm. whoever plays better in their and, matchup, right. and then whoever and be- plays better up. against Blessed Up, essentially. And Bless Up's defense has probably been the issue, right, this season? Like... Yeah, like I, I've been just saying, their Division B team might be better than their Division A team. I just, I just think the Division B, they're up to the competition where it's Division A. They're, yeah. they're a notch below, which I think they kind of knew going into the yeah. season, which yeah, yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah, they're still um, challenging. But yeah, yeah. but they still score a lot, and they're losing because they're they're allowing points, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to do a quick shout-out here for uh, both Phil Cutler and Corey Pecker. KGP, under schedule, also have uh, Bless Up, and they have hashtag NR left on it. So basically, the same race. Let me just check hashtag NR as well. They're basically playing the same game, but the lower seeds, essentially, right? So if they do better, yeah. So hashtag NR is playing Royal Luminaire. There's a slight outside chance mm-hmm. that they just have crazy games and shoot up the rankings again, right? Because Cutler, as much as he has... A bunch of sacks against him. His interceptions are also low, yep. and he's only a few touchdowns behind uh, like Dufresne and Rosenblatt. Enough, let's say, let's enough, say Jeff Rosenblatt so. ends with 54 touchdowns, mm-hmm. and Kevin Wyeth ends with 60. Are the interceptions enough to keep yes. Wyeth from winning the, 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 yes. the award? Yes. Really? Yes. Because if, it, if, it's, if it's 60 and 9 no. versus 54 and 6. Tell me, a Division A game where you have six touchdowns and three interceptions, is that a good game? No. There you go. Okay. That's it. Comes down to that. I, I guess, but I don't know. It just to me, like that said, doesn't it matter to score more touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like he's responsible for. If that would be the case, he'd be responsible for thirty six I mean, more points for his team. At, at that point, at least at that point, you maybe you're deep diving into the extra point convert. Yeah, I, I don't no? like. Look, I, I think it, I think what's interesting is Rosenblatt's made it a discussion, right? Yeah. Whereas. Like we never, we never would think that that exactly. would be the case. That's the beginning of the season, right? Yeah. So give me um, a name. God damn it. Uh, outside chance here, Lazara. Three games left. He has okay. thirty-two touchdowns, but two on the ground as well. So he's technically at thirty-four. He has all stars twice, though. though. Right. That's the thing. So he has to really, if he wants this, he has yeah. to play balls out and then do well in their last game as well. Yeah, I, I think it'd be a lot for tacos to get there. Um, but there's a chance. Th- th- look, there's a chance, and and. We've also seen him put up video game numbers before too, right? So it's possible. I, I still think it's likely a three-horse race. Outside chance of like Phil Cutler or too far, too far away. No, 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 no. He has, he's, he's in the conversation. So give me the one name. Who's winning it? I don't want to say Frisbee because it's going to sound like I'm, I'm kissing his ass after last week when I apologized to him, which I rightfully should have. Mm-hmm. I do like that he's completing three quarters of his passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's relevant. Um, I think that, like, he's basically playing on par with Kevin Wyeth this season. Which is crazy, yeah. Uh, Kevin Wyeth, so here's a, before I answer, <laughs> I'm trying to be nuanced, Iggy. I'm trying to provide a context for our listeners. Um, are we saying this only because we're so used to Kevin Wyatt's standard and this season's nope. below his standard. No, nope. I think everyone else has been playing. It's it's a combination of both. Eagle, let me ask you a question. Do you think that's what Iggy's doing? No. <laughs> All right, cool. What I'm doing? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Plus, it was most question. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, question I want to Next Iggy. question. 
Um, I think I'd like to see Rosenblatt. I think it'll be hard for him to wrestle away from Wyatt because I do think Wyatt ends with there. just about s- about sixty touchdowns. Okay, I think Jeff Rosenblatt wins it. Moving on to Have Division C, Division C peas. If we look at the playoff race right now, a bunch of teams with uh, three wins from seeds 15 all the way down to 21. Is four wins going to be enough to get you a playoff clinch? God, I hope so. Um, I don't know. Is four enough, or do you need five? I th- I think it'll be four. There's just too many teams at three wins. Um, and, like... If you reach this at four wins too, which might actually also not be enough, all things considered. Imagine a gigantic tiebreak. Right, but that's this so is going to be a big tiebreak. It feels like so. That's it. Will four wins be enough? The answer might be no. I don't. I, I don't think the twentieth team has five wins. So if it, you yes, but but will you're team, well, four wins guarantee you a but spot? But will t- twenty will seeds twenty one twenty two have four wins and not make it? Um, I I can see at least two. These teams yeah. losing out, you know what I mean? Like I can see, I, I can, I'm not going to give teams specifically because I haven't looked at the schedule yeah, and yeah. stuff. But oh, Jesus. like, would you be surprised that a three and five team ends three and seven, or would you be surprised that uh, a three and four team ends three and seven? You know what I mean? Like you got to I that. Would especially the teams that are like, there. I'm not looking at the team specifically because again, the oh, you can't say looking at teams that are there. There's no bad teams in Division C. Yeah. Yeah. This is I Division know. C is absolutely psychotic. It's yeah. absolutely stacked it's crazy yeah. in a way I, I've never seen before. Like I, and we'll talk about like last year. No, this is this is hard. I remember last year. last year being really good, but yes, it's this year's crazy too. Last it's year, crazy was, too. last year was just like a slugfest at the top, whereas here it's like oh, maybe ever, it's, I'm not surprised by any result. I know. Yeah. Like I was at the Never Overtime um, uh, backyard bullies backyard bullies game. We'll oh. talk about it in a second, yeah. but um, not so, like. N- Watching the game, I was like, there's no difference between these two teams. Yep. And I didn't think that heading... Th- and I, I very famously didn't <laughs> think that at the beginning of the season, right? Right, right yes. And so, um, yeah, like, I, I, I don't want to say this team and this team could go, could, could go without winning another game. Because, again, I haven't looked at the schedules in, because yeah, there's yeah. so many of them. But, like, given the way Junkyard Dogs has looked at some points in the season, given the way uh, Green Monks have looked at times this season, uh, all man and... Again, look insane struggling. last night. But they, they, they don't always insane. have the same roster. With Jack Zergiotis there, they looked insane. Correct, but he might not be and there. Darius Simmons, <laughs> and they were just a monster last yeah, night. Yeah, yes, with, it, with 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 NCAA level talent. Yeah, but they don't always have that talent, which is the whole point, yeah. right? Um, but I'm looking at like trap stars. I could see them finishing four and six and not making the playoffs. <sighs> And that's four wins. Are, are, and you're you, not are you are you uh, transitioning to the next topic about trap stars? Somewhat. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't know if you want to stay on the topic. <laughs> which which teams, by the way, if we're doing a at smooth the list, thing, which ones would you it was want? It was good. <laughs> which ones would you want to say out of curiosity, like from where to where? What, give, me, give me the theme. Can, can, you, like, can you ask a question with more words? Yes. yes. I didn't get it. Because you said, you said oh, I don't want to say this team or that team, but what range would you start at and would you end at? Like seeds 4 to 22 type of thing? Like where where would you kind of be like, oh, I have to question these rosters? 13 to 23. 13 to 23. Okay, continue. Give me a bit. What? 13 to 23, give me a bit. Give you a continue, pick? continue, yes, and give me time. I'm setting something up. Oh, okay. All right. Do what's up. 
Give me a bit of time, like oh, which yeah, is so I, I difficult. Thought, I thought just it was finish. a bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, I'm like, what? What's the? Oh, like, did you what's have a bit, bit prepared? What's, what's a bit? bit? What's a bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so do you want to move on to the next topic and then we'll come back to it then? I tried that. <laughs> God damn it! Can you also not uh, maybe uh, speak with food in your mouth because you're a mm. podcast host and uh, Terry Babalus hates it when you do that? So drop start. Are we worried about them, uh, or are we more sorry? Are we more surprised by their s- recent struggles, mm-hmm. or um, or are we more surprised by never overtime, as you mentioned, uh, beating on backyard bullies? It's not their first win in a long time. They've been on a bit well, of not, a roll. Not, not necessarily their. Uh, to me, it's the, more about the two teams' trajectories, right? Right. Trap Stars was a real like the thing with Trap Stars for me was everyone thinks they're going to be Trap Stars every week. Right when you just see the team when they show up to the field, like who are these kids? Right. They're yeah. they're they're sure. not a big team. Sure. Uh, they maybe a couple guys are quick, but not, they're not they're not like the fastest team either. But they're infuriating, right? Like they're one of those teams that are just gritty and will um, make make you work for everything, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they they they've tailed off this season. They haven't been that. Yeah. They've they've been sort of a punching bag a little bit. Um, Never overtime was a team we didn't know. A ton early about on. yeah, struggling early on, but but found uh, they they've added some you know key players a lot as the season went along through weeks three, four, and five, and they've started gelling together. Uh, Ryan Karouf, um, famous for his deep ball, uh, but also taking uh, the checkdown options when presented to him. Yeah, and, and they've and been on a roll. I, they've had subs that fit his system, like Nero Suresh when they needed subs. That's just the guy who's played with him before. Um, and but guys like Rami Aboud yeah. and uh, Jonathan Francis and Nicolas Pierre Marseille, I think yeah. he's a great match yeah. for Ryan Karouf's yeah. offense. Um, the thing is, I I, I played against uh, against Never Overtime, yeah. and it was a tight game, a game that you know came down to some late game decision making and all that, and they were just solid. They they were just well. They they were run, well run on defense and on offense. They connected. They were able to hit at all three levels. Ryan Kroof finally starting to look the part of what we expected from him when yeah. he first arrived into FPL. So what are we more surprised by? I'm I'm more surprised by Trapstars collapse because having played both no. teams, Trapstars again they still f- even though we beat them this season, it, it felt like this was one of these games that just like man if I make one mistake this this goes sideways right. Whereas never overtime. I was just all game long. I was like, man, like these guys are good. I, I got it. I, 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 legitimately happy. Perfect. I got to do do everything I can to 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 be competitive. The defense can't let up, and they take they just take advantage in anything you give them. Um, and then trap stars again. They just went from being this plucky team to not being that. Now, if I can go to never overtime for a second, cause specifically the backyard bullies game, like. They were getting away with clutching and grabbing on, especially like not necessarily short routes, but intermediate deep routes, just interrupting the timing. Late, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and essentially what we saw a lot of, and um, a lot of it came on converts as well, was the rush would get to, the rush of Nero Suresh would get to uh, Sean Abram. And Sean Abram is really great at throwing like in rhythm. Exceptions. <laughs> no, but he's he, he's great at basically leading his receiver, hitting 
hitting the hitting the hole in the defense before the receiver gets there, allowing the receiver to run and get to that spot. Um, but between the clutching and holding and the rusher being really on his shorts, mm-hmm. having him throw force balls off the back off his back foot. I saw uh, an interception. The, the only interception he threw was in the in the red zone. Uh, Olivier Sabrin came up with it. Uh, two of his uh, convert attempts, I believe, were intercepted while I was there, and it was all the same thing. Whereas Sean Avram putting it up to the spot he thought would be open, but the receiver got there with the defender right, who was. Right, right basically playing physical and getting to the spot with the receiver and Sean Abram not even being able to see the field because the rush was on him. Yeah, yeah I, and, and just quickly on, uh, on Sean Abram, I've, I've, he's great at hitting the first and second option, and when it comes to that third, if it's wide open, great, he'll, he'll hit it, but it, that ball's lobbed in there. But especially if, again, I think it's but because it. the rusher interferes the foot, with that's the footwork. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in the context, I, I can totally see it. If a rusher's right on him, and if that third read, there's a defender right on the hip of the receiver, and he's lobbing in a ball, yeah. that's, that's where it gets PD'd on fourth down or intercepted on, on third or second down. And uh, the opposite was true for Ryan Karouf, who just stepped into every throw. Right. Dude, he had two incompletions the entire game. Wow. 21 and 23. That's that's very, and I'm glad I'm glad that's the case. But that's very unlike the yeah. the Ryan Karouf that we know, right? He's always you know completing 55, 56 percent of his passes. For him to only go and miss two, that's that shows an improvement on his part. And, and because we never corrected the QBR formula, it's only 148.3 and not 158.3. Nice. Uh, but the thing is, that's actually incorrect. It, what? it could be 158.3. What do you mean? It's n- I'm looking at it. It's 148.3. Yeah. we You can get 158.3. You can. Yes. I'm saying if we adjust for the yardage on our field, he probably that's has a perfect Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, no. No, no. We just stole the NFL one. Yeah. yeah it makes no sense. It's not relevant. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, the thing with, um, with Ryan Kruf, honestly, it's the opposite of what you were saying about um, Sean Abram, is that his ability to pivot. Uh, a lot of times, I, I literally would see... Look to the right side, for example. Uh, read one and two, not there. Have a late breaking in. Hit that on the back side. Really, just what you want in terms of competent quarterback play. Not just delivery of the football, but also decision making. Uh, top to bottom, great game from him. Speaking of uh, common quarterback play, the commission uh, played a very tight game uh, Monday night at Stade Montréal. Mm-hmm. And uh, where they saw Carmen Poliche uh, suit up for them once again, his third game of the season. They have two games remaining, so he can reach that uh, five-game plateau to be playoff eligible. Pete, could they be serious threat with uh, Carmen Poliche at uh, in the playoffs with him at quarterback? I'm smiling because you uh, yes, cleverly reworded the question yeah. so that I'd be able to answer it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the guy is amazing. Yeah. I shocked he's a bit, he's able to throw in Division C. Or oh, okay, rating wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like if. If you can have current Poliche throw for your team, why not? It's like saying, hey, would you like me to deposit $1,000 into your account? Sure. 81.9 QBR. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> On an 82 cap division. 81.9, 82. Seems, seems very, very suspicious, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, it seems like uh, the, the person who made... The, 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 the person, but the committee members who made the decision don't have a lot of... Uh, history and understanding of the history of FPF. <laughs> right. Because he's one of the most accomplished quarterbacks in FPF. And I don't think Carm's lost his fastball at all. I, he's one of these guys who just, not to the same extent as Kevin Wyatt, because he's never been as good as Kevin Wyatt, but similarly, 
Kevin uh, Pelicci has never gotten particularly worse at playing the quarterback position, uh, in my estimation. I think he's still a guy who would throw in Division B and be one of the better quarterbacks yep. and would not be out of place throwing in Division A. So where does that rank uh, the commission? How, how far could they go in the playoff run uh, with him at quarterback? In, in Three rounds, two rounds, finals? <sighs> finals is a tough... I mean, to me, it depends a lot about the, the, the path to the playoffs. Um, commission are not a perfect roster by any stretch. Um, at the same time, He's top three quarterback, and if you if you think yeah. the best quarterbacks win in this division, like uh, maybe top so five, like so I'll say this. quarterback play, like he's he's the top tier of quarterback play. Right. So I think I think with their original roster, I think they could uh, win a, a first round playoff matchup and probably lose out in the second round. I think with Carmen Pelicia, he gives them an extra round victory, getting them to the you don't semi think they're actually a, a, semifinals. A, a, a finals. Contender with Carpolice on the roster? I, no, they're a contender, but I think in the end, when all is said and done, they'll they could go three rounds deep. They could go to the finals. They could. Uh, I'm going with percentages and likelihood probabilities. I could see them making it to the semifinals, third round, and just the, he doesn't have, at one point. Yes, you have a what, top three quarterback. You need the offensive weapons around you to beat I think out it the matters defenses. Less for him. Because of his play calling, his intelligence, like, dude, fourteen touchdowns, one interception through three games. Yeah, he has essentially the same quarterback rating as Jules Rosenbald, playing a completely different style. Just being the absolute, like, prototypical flag passer. Just the, you know, the triple slants and and the offset hooks and all the things that uh, the, the, sort of old guard of FPF have gotten to the, the, their level of success with, he's still doing that at the highest level. You have a wheel? Uh, we have a wheel segment? Yes, of course. You, because? Because what? Do you love running the wheel route or what? Oh, yes. I, I, look, I don't know exactly what this is, but I already love what this oh, is. Oh, you know what this is. <laughs> you said 13 to 23, there's potentially right. the teams cool. you would pick between. And I said, we don't have enough time to cover all 10, all right. but let's let RNG pick it the is one. A, it is a bit. <laughs> it is a bit. Welcome to the pit. Oh my god. Oh. And what what about LBB? Well, I, talk about LBB. Uh, so close oh, to I being know. hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just would have uh, recused myself from the conversation. So what about LBB? So are they one of the teams that may not make playoffs with their schedule at four wins? I think they have a tough road ahead. Uh, they played the commission, who we just spent an hour talking about as Eagle got yeah. the wheel ready. Um, and they get Topsizen, who I think yeah. are specifically a bad matchup for yeah. them. This, they, um, they lose both. They, I think they lose both. I don't think they, c- they have the athleticism to match Topsizen. I don't think they have... Uh, that's closer than you think, actually. I it's don't. closer than you think. Why? Because they, uh, they actually do have... And, and, and you've said it before uh, with... Uh, uh, Minton Tat. Yeah, he's, he's on the roster this time for a full season. Like, like I could, I could see uh, as good as Ryan uh, McGrath is, and that connection with his brother Sean at, at quarterback. I think he'll he, take him away. Yeah, I think, and yeah. and, and and when that gets taken away, um, then Guillaume Hamlin is a is a very good um, athletic defender that you know could match up against uh, Hassani Worrell, for example. I, I, I it's can more see defensively. Them. Like, I don't. 
offensively, I don't know if Olivier Pilato can be decisive enough. Uh, right. To, to where he doesn't have guys who automatically win matchups athletically. Yes, uh, their the LBB offense, offense against yeah. the, the yes against the top season defense. But I think, I think the top season defense is too athletic for the LBB offense. Yes, is what yes, I meant yes, to say. Correct. I, I I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Finish your thought. And uh, I think they will ha- they'll struggle to score on pace with Karpelic in the commission. Yes. Uh, because just yes. just the, he like Karpelic is going to go score six out of seven drives and, every and game with with two pointers in there that yeah. they just won't be that the LBB is not comfortable enough going for and, and catching up that way. I spent all this time making the wheel, so we're going to do one more, but make it quick. Very loud. This is awesome because the, the reason why Mo's going to say this was a four-hour show, it's not because of me. It's because of things like this. Oh, is it because of fun? Are you against fun? Yes, Mo, Mo, Mo just doesn't like having fun. He wants to just wrap things up in a untimely or very timely manner in this case. Um, so, yeah, we'll just make I'll say this, but Mo has no chance of making the playoffs ever again. Yeah. The reason why is not because he hurt his finger. Uh, that was an excuse. What was really hurt about Mo was his ego, and that's why he's not returned to playing FPF. And there's just too much wind outside, uh, outdoors, and uh, he can't run uh, his, his I've best often 40. heard that wind only affects Mo Khan. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what he is good at is uh, making you a worse quarterback, as we discussed last week. Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> With his advice... I statistically have done worse. Yeah, I love, I love that. Uh, but no, he's done better. <laughs> but he's done better. But I've been at the game. But it's, to me, it's, it's just it's the old broadcasting trick of <laughs> they listened to me, so they got better. Like, <laughs> I, I at no point think that the words I say on this show help anyone at any point. They're just your They're thoughts. They're just words on a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Um, and especially not something as obvious as you got to be more confident. Man. <laughs> I'm so happy that worked out because I put it there for the shenanigans. Awesome. Oh, you this is it? not rigged. It I was thought just you rigged pure it. Pure yeah. RNG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a one in eleven chance, and we hit the jackpot, boys. So, so when I was here with uh, with Mo, I apparently I, I forgot about it already, but I apparently proclaimed that in Division E. Uh, Minkia FT were the false kings of uh, of the division, and I do recall, however, perhaps going through their schedule and going through uh, their matchups and going against Huday. And I said, no, 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 Huday is going to wreck this team uh, or at least beat them. And yesterday at Brossard, Minkia, did they wreck them or at least beat them? No. Minkia <laughs> did come out with the uh, with the victory. I had Justin Neme come up to me and be like, "So false kings, eh?" I'm like, "So you won?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, we won." I'm like, "That's that, that's a, awesome." It's a weird game to pick the spot because fourteen thirteen score. But, I think. But I'm like, okay, <laughs> Hude, That's all they play is those weird tight games. But like, I mean, they're not. They haven't been exactly lighting the world on fire either. Uh, Hude? Yeah. Well, they're they top of solid. the division. They're top of the division. I mean, okay, but have like have you watched them play? I have, and okay. they they look. They look, they look more competent than your regular uh, um, Division E team. Whereas Minkia, they looked like running their offense through molasses a, a couple times. Like teams that they Yeah, they're playing a sandbox kind of thing. Yeah. Like, yes, they had a big win over, over Bloodline. But then there were just some games, I believe it was one of the Texas, either Chooches or Wales, where they should have blown them out of the water. And it was like a 20 to 6 game for the longest of time. They couldn't get in rhythm. So the the way they came into that Uday game, twenty seven twelve by the way, twenty seven twelve. Yeah, 
27 to 12. Yeah, but for they got that that score very late, so it was like 20 to to 12, 20 to 6 for for a very long time in the game. There, like I said, offense seemed to go through molasses, and and I just saw Huday's offense really rolling and scoring 30, and I didn't think they would be able to keep up. They they proved me wrong. Their defense stood tall against uh, an experienced quarterback. Uh, and look, there are. So the question is, are they false kings? Um, I mean, look. So first of all, as a point of clarification, false kings does not mean you're a bad team. It right. just means you had an easy schedule. <laughs> yeah, up up until now, right? So until now, they have been. And looking at the remainder schedule, they false kings, Minkia FT. There you go. Might change your team name to Minkia FK because you are false kings. Okay, you heard it now from a second source here on uh, on CTA. I I feel it's the most misunderstood term in all of the things that we do and all those stupid bits that we have. It's the most misunderstood thing. Uh, even there's some there's some negative connotation about it. Yeah, that even though something you can't control. Yeah, it's 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 literally a, an algorithm from a computer yeah. that spit it out. And it's only like relevant, let's say, in the bottom three divisions where the divisions are so large right. that you could have a week. A week schedule, right? Yeah, because look, Granddaddy Perp, they're going to beat up on, and but that's the thing. I want to see them beat them fifty, put up fifty, right? They they haven't scored more than again. Okay, sh- uh, look, you it's know what? To be fair, against Bloodline, yeah, they scored forty-eight against Habit this year. Yeah, OBR. yeah. Uh, thirty-two against Texas Churches. So they've 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 had three thirty-plus games, which is not enough because again, think that in the playoffs you need thirty points right. to win. Yes, every time. So, um, it's not enough, but it's not incompetent either. The two matchups in their schedule that I wanted to see them come out victorious, scoring 30 points, was Primetime and Meat Lovers. And in both of those, 24 and 26. Yeah. It's good, but it's not good enough. And and I I can see a similar scoreline in a playoff game where... They they needed that extra touchdown, that extra convert, and they didn't get it. I will say this about them: I do like once you get past their top two uh, scorers, uh, you got Jack Kirkland, Anthony Marachi, Jeremy Nanthi- uh, Nathaniel, yeah. Michael Noodle, There's all of them putting up three touchdowns. There's right? a lot of depth, yeah. And then uh, Juliana Valente and uh, Matthew J. Uh, didn't, didn't practice your name Janizuski. for the show, bro. Janiszewski. There we go, Janiszewski. I hope it's right. Um, Let's just go with Matthew J. Forever. That's his name now. Just no, like that was like Mike B. For that's Mad- how you became Iggy Magnus. Is we couldn't pronounce your name live. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. It was like Mike B. It's Bada Babungi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's, but that's a credit to Adam Antel's growth at quarterback, too, is that he, he sure. feels that he can put up points with any of the receivers uh, in the huddle. I know he has the main two, but he doesn't feel the need to force it to them, and I think he's getting better over time. And I'll, I'll you know, I was looking at his... Because thirty to ten, int td to int is is, is fine. All right, it's it's okay for it's the beginning e. of passable. Yep, yeah. exactly. Uh, what worried me a bit more was a thousand yards in eight games. Now, I was looking at their, you know, what why is that exactly on a, on a whim? They do have uh, nine, eleven, and then plus four, so fifteen interceptions. Yeah. So he is working probably with shorter fields, and uh, and, and probably a lot of because they're false kings and they had an easy schedule. They're probably playing. Uh, short fields as well because of four and outs. That's what I'm, yeah, that's what right, I'm on saying. On top of on top of the interception. Right, exactly. So so the yardage I, I can somewhat see. Uh, w- again, they're gonna. I want to see in the remaining games 
because uh, like they're not gonna have the the playoff competition necessarily. Uh, sorry, sorry to finish off the season. Um, I want to see them score forty in, in both of their next two games. Yeah, I wanted to see if we had a stat for average starting position because we have that per game, but we don't really have that right. season long. So, so one of those one of those uh, two games that I, I said that uh, I wanted to see them come out victorious was prime time. Um, between them and show them TDs, uh, are we starting to have concerns with either of those two teams not bringing more dynamic or dynamism to their offense? You're talking specifically about prime time and uh, and show them TDs. Yeah. Um. I mean, prime time. I think has been a version of what we thought they'd be, with a new quarterback with in the rotation. Yeah, new quarterback is going to take them a little bit, uh, but generally, when they're at their best, they're just really good defensively, um, and they have been. Right, uh, but that's thirteen sacks, uh, a lot of interceptions. Right. Um, they they've allowed themselves to win close games, and if we look in their last four games. They've scored 27, 43, 32, 32. So only one game under 30 points scored. So, yeah, sure, in, in recency. But if we bring up the, the, the standings, Eagle, it, they, they kind of stand out at, in seeds seven and eight, both teams here, with about 180, 187 points. Whereas the rest of the teams, sure, they've played nine or eight or nine games, but everyone's in the 200 crowd already. Right, so but also their points against are very low, all things considered, too. Sure, but again, and I think like prime time, we knew they'd be a better defense than an offense. At 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 no point did we think they were going to be an offensive juggernaut. They do have the offensive weapons, though. They have the speed. They have the hands. They have. They now but know. They now know the flag game. They, they do. They, and they, Matt, they, but Matthew Cadigan still new at quarterback, and he's been yeah. good. He's been good. Yeah. Uh, but good is not great, and he could step up a little bit. Um, and I think he will if he continues to be the quarterback. But prime time, it feels like they're changing quarterbacks constantly. Like, do have they ever had a season where with back to with the same quarterback for back to back seasons? Uh, it's well in Division D now with Stallions with Daniel Spina, right? But otherwise in Division E, yes, it's been a, a rotating. I'm saying cast. like they're, they're prime yeah. time roster. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, a rotating. Well, with the prime time roster has been Daniel Spina, but yes, in Division E specifically or Division Six, it has been a rotating cast of characters. Which of the two teams, though, Pease, do you trust more to get your golden standard of five TDs between Showdown TDs and Primetime? Because I think it's Primetime. Tell um, me why I'm wrong. Well, um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think you're wrong. I think you're right. Okay. Um, I think Matthew <laughs> Cadigan... I was only giving you one avenue and, you, know, and I, you slipped I, out of it. I, don't ha- I, can, I can't falsify my... my uh, your own kingdom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I just... I, I can't make up a rationale if I don't see it, right? Like, oh, sure. Daniel Caruana is turning over the ball way too often. Yep. He's not completing enough passes. Uh, he's just completing slightly over half of his passes. Yeah. Um, that means you're usually not converting on four downs, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it makes it really difficult to to be competitive. Quarterback rating is 78.6. Like, he's going to need to be carried by his defense at this point. And the defense is good, but we've talked about it before. Um, I know Peter Abandonado's put up five interceptions. I know mm-hmm. uh, Dennis uh, Kutubas has five. Uh, Jay Yanakulias has five. Like, that's a ton of interceptions for yeah. three guys. Yeah. But when you get to the playoffs, you're playing the better teams yeah. who are less prone to turn the ball over. So it's, it's not a sustainable way to win. It's not a way uh, for a team to actually win a championship. You need to score points. Right. Uh, we've, we've seen it for as long as we've covered FPF. And then the last 
to wrap up here in Division E. The we took a look uh, at uh, Division A's quarterbacks. Uh, let's go down the rounds in Division E. Take a look at the quarterbacks here. Uh, we did have a stardom, sit'em, bench'em segment a few weeks back in Division E. Um, who's your favorite right now to win quarterback of the year in, in Division E? I think we did this recently. Uh, well, Mo, thank you. <laughs> uh, look, no no quarterback has more than uh, than 36 touchdowns. That's Manny Bazogius at number one. Um, all three also nine GPs, though. Can you keep that in mind? Right, true. Um, he also has three rushing touchdowns. The the top three quarterbacks have all thrown double-digit interceptions in Marty Friedman, Adam Intel, and uh, Bezogius. Double-digit interceptions isn't huge in division either because a lot of d- guys will do it. Right, but, you know, guys like Matthew Cadigan with primetime at six games played uh, has five. Antoine Meunier the, the, has the, five. The, the games played is going to be an issue for Matthew Cadigan because yeah. he didn't start as the quarterback. True. Um, Antoine Meunier is a little behind the pace when it comes to touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and I think Trailer Park Boys played next year. I think he missed the game also. And forfeits and not showing up. Well, that's it. Yeah. It was a forfeit. That's it. A two. A two. Well, two. there you go. So you, you you cost yourself an award at that point. You you should be eliminated from. Uh, you should be exempt from winning <laughs> yeah. an award with. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm. Two if your team forfeits. if your team uh, if your team forfeits one game, you can't win an award. Yeah. That's it. Plain simple. You won an award, the forfeit award. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like Marty Friedman. I just think he'll catch up to Bezogius, and I think he'll protect the ball a little bit better. Um, Adam Antel, just the fact that Adam Antel's in this conversation, by the way, yeah. really impressive from where he was uh, a couple of seasons ago. Well, like he's always it. been there uh, around that three to one TD to INT ratio. It's I just guess, yeah, but it just—I don't know—it feels maybe just the—is is he playing up to competition, or is competition now playing down to him? A bit of both. Yeah. Yeah, okay. a little bit of both. Because I, I saw him play earlier in the season, and I, I was impressed with what I saw mm-hmm. compared to previous seasons. Uh, but, again, that's just one game sample size, right? Yeah. It's the problem with having a league so big and not every game being on film. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, I'm i going to favor Marty Friedman of Hale Marty's personally. Yeah. Although, again, many Bezogius' rushing TDs do, do help. Yeah, there's three more there. Yeah. yeah. But, again, there's that extra game that Marty Friedman uh, – May or may not have in his back pocket. They also won uh, a game by forfeit. I believe it was uh, against Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. So there's one game less uh, for Marty Freeman to, any dark to put up stats. Um, I like your dark horse. Well, is Adam Antel a dark horse? He's in that top three conversation. So no, but uh, perhaps Fabrice Tremblay of cover three inches long. Um, I would have liked if he played the whole season mm-hmm. just in Schwartz of FSU. Okay. Because he's got some running touchdowns also, but right. he's, he's only played five games. The team only yeah. has two left. 17 TDs, though. Even, yeah, even at that. I guess. Even yeah. in five well, but games. But he has, he has, I think, five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, so 22 and five, so about four TDs a game. Yeah. Yeah, it could. Yeah. It's on pace rated, with who's there, right? Yeah. Like, no, fair enough. Yeah, yep. he has five, five rushing touchdowns, 221 yards. Yeah, fair enough. On only 18 attempts, by the way. It's not bad. Yeah. You yeah. know, one out of every three times you're running, you're scoring almost, so. Uh, yeah, I think Marty Friedman's uh, your leading candidate there. Uh, I think a six TD game kind of solidifies it uh, for him. Yeah, move on to uh, to coed. Coed's two and three. Uh, Peas, you finally uh, had yourself a a good a great week in coed, but we'll get there in a second. We'll start with uh, thanks, bud, with your opponent. Thanks for your support, man. You're welcome. Appreciate uh, it. We'll start with your opponent though, uh, Street Runners. Um, the second of your back-to-backs uh, this week. Uh, they had their best offensive showing uh, with uh, AAR, 
uh, at quarterback, uh, Abdel Rahim. Uh, nice. <laughs> I did what you do. Got to yeah, learn. That's good name. That's okay. <laughs> uh, Abdel Ab- Ab- Rahman. Rahim. Yeah. Unless you misspelled no. it. Unless, uh, or Ab- unless Eagle did the thing where That's he his first name. Abdraman. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I was going with his last name. Yeah. Abdel Rahim, uh, a quarterback. Uh, you know, we, we spoke a bit about his uh, his running gun style. Is that perhaps the answer uh, and the Hail Mary, uh, so to speak, um, for their last remaining chance to, to get to really squeak into the playoffs? Can that running gun offense uh, catch teams off guard a little? Like they caught you off guard. Um I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. Yeah. We, we took the field with, with five minutes and five plays remaining, and down I, down six. Down and six. I told my team yeah. we can't give them the ball back. Right. And my only attempt. And why is that? Because seven completions. They, they completed seven passes. Yes. And scored thirty three points. Yeah. Six TDs then. Six TDs on seven completions. Five TDs. So how they score thirty. Yes, five, five times TDs. six. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I can't out. do my math. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, he, the the quarterback ran a lot. Right. He was it was a lot of uh, running, and when he wasn't running, he was throwing deep balls. Right. And deep balls on the run. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I was impressed with his arm. Mm-hmm. Not just power, but like accuracy. he threw a nice ball, and it's not really accuracy. He just threw with a lot of touch where guys were able to run under it and catch it because they have a couple of really quick guys on the team. Uh, if you look at uh, Augustine Donald, who all, like subbing, I believe. subbing, yeah. I, sure, but he was he was really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, no, 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 he's great. He's a great player. <laughs> and Daryl Charles, who not only picked six me, but also caught a, a deep ball for a touchdown as well. Um, yeah, I was. I I think it gives them a facet that just makes them a little different from a lot of teams you see in coed. Um, I do think that that makes them very matchup prone. Um, yeah. If you have a really good rusher and safety, if you can, yeah, if you have a if you have a good safety and a, and a good a rusher, you it's you good, should be able yeah. to manage them better. Uh, but yeah, I, I we didn't try to score in earnest till the second last play of the game. I took forever on that drive, right? Yep, because I I told the team like we 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 cannot give them the ball back. There you go. That, that now now that you you preempted exactly yeah. that. Uh, your story is that you really didn't even want to leave them one play. You, we, we literally, I tried to score in the second last play, and then finally in the last play. Those are the only two shots at the end. Yeah, and, and you it. did. Yeah, yes, on you did. And you got the convert as well it's for your uh, second victory of the week. Now, can they though uh, pull off the the smash and grab as, uh, as our colleague here, Mokan, loves to say? Uh, can they squeak into the playoffs? Look, they have one win on the season right now. Uh, they're chasing plenty of fish who have three wins. So, and these two teams do face off against each other. They so, I don't think they'll beat plenty of fish. Okay. So, because so no. uh, Mord Lacasse is a very surgical quarterback. Yeah. And I think that the defensive woes are going to be an issue. Exposed. Yeah. It's, uh, they don't mix the coverage a ton. Um, you kind of know what they're going to do from pre snap. Mord Lacasse is reads a defense better than I ever can dream to. Um, so I, I think it'll be a rough game for them. Um, and then you have and Seth Kalina. kiss my end zone also. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, true. Yep. Yeah. No, that's... Yes, that is street runners. Um, and then you have the, the defensive mind of Seth Kalina. Yeah, Seth Kalina's a really good play, a defensive play caller. Yeah. And every time I watch Plenty of Fish play, aside from the game I played against them, I've seen them play now, I think, three times. And I'm always impressed by how variable their defense is because you don't see that a ton in Colette. Yeah. 
and the two recipes for that for really to stop their offense, you said it: rusher in Julian McLaren Thompson, and, and safeties in uh, Seth Kalina. If if Jamie Ojea is, is there subbing again for them, um, Dylan Taylor and, uh, and Dylan Taylor is competent. I think he's the wrong kind of safety unless he really bails deep constantly. Right, exactly, but. You know. They're smart enough, and now, but, but they'll yeah. find ways to trick the quarterback. And then I believe their their uh, the talent of their women on on plenty of fish greatly outweighs that yeah. of uh, of street runners. So I think I think they just win across the board. All but I was the I was impressed by them overall. Like I want to I want to say this like of the 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 bottom half of the division, uh, Beeftons really look just like they inexperienced. They don't really they don't really understand. How to uh, apply like FPF concepts offensively yeah. or defensively? Massan's Vitesse, um, similarly, yeah, they they're, they're just going to be very inconsistent. And they're like basically teams will score again at will against them. Those those two teams now officially eliminated yeah. from the uh, the coed two uh, the coed two playoff line. Uh, street runners, we say we believe they're they're not going to make it. So block party. Block uh, party is a chance. Uh, is is the team that has uh, that still has a chance? But peace. Now that you finally, uh, it's or it seems at least that um, with never too late, you finally uh, have been able to implement your offense. The teams starting to click uh, with two victories, like we mentioned at the top of uh, of the segment. Um, are you ready now to do some damage in the playoffs, or well, how do you see your your fate going down in uh, in coed? I mean, I think it was important to win those two yeah, games. Huge, right? like huge. Th- it, it was a big stretch of the season. Um, and I always forget that it's not as intuitive as I think to install my offense yeah, on a new it, team. It's not, yeah. Because of all the spacing and, and, and timing and um, like just even the verbiage when I say bubble hook, um, J.S. Roussi knows exactly the spot that I mean, yeah. uh, but you know, not every new snapper does, and it, it does take does take a minute. Yeah, I, I think the team's super talented, and so far, when we haven't been competitive, it's, it's been me letting them down. It's been on you. I, I, you, the, the, you know it, and I, I'm not trying away at it at all. You know, it's it's been on you. Yeah, you've you've thrown there's, timely interceptions that have gone for pick sixes. There's two games where I played the worst I've played yeah. in a long time. Yeah. And then the game against Easy Fun, I gave them a win. Oh, that sucks. That was a win. That was a win for us, and I gave them the win. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, it's um, um, I was brought on there to be the leadership, and instead what's been cool is um, they've helped me get to a point where I can help them, um, and yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's on me to find ways to best use the talents of people like Victor Nolay and Phil DeKinzio and Arian Branco and... Yeah. Uh, my, my snapper you, you, penalty, yes. I know, yes, has been amazing. Fifty-seven targets. You're, she's the most targeted receiver on your team, uh, and and yeah, Shocker, I, right? <laughs> no, it, the most targeted receiver. Exactly, and I love exactly that the the depth that you're you're showing on on the offensive side uh, in Nolan De Quincio with 170 plus yards already on the season, uh, and, and, of and, course and sandwiched and in between, you got Will Will Paquette and Eric Deschambeau who are, yeah. you know, ballers on, on both sides of the ball. And the thing is, like, with, with regards to uh, Victor Nolan, is, is a guy I had a hard time Meshing. gauging his speed. And, yeah. and, and so, like, like that's a good example. Like, how it took me a second to get there with the receiver, you know, and he, he had a great game last night. Yep. So, 
I don't. I, I did want to make it more about them than I know you phrased the question about me, but I did want to make it more about them because yeah, no, I no. just like th- they're a team I joined. You right, know what I mean? Right, so like, yes, yes. it was you're about me newcomer. finding a way to fit in. Right. Um. And and I feel as though the last couple of games kind of felt that way. And like having the game online and having to drive the field with five minutes. That's that's me. That that's that's yeah. the thing I want to bring to the team. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna panic in that scenario. And and that it was finally a moment where I felt as though I can live up to what they need from me. Yeah. And a big win against uh, Deep Balls as well. Uh, on Fun game, too. Yeah, yeah. You were there for that one, actually. I yeah. was, yes. I, I did catch that. Um, speaking, going from one uh, calling the audible uh, member to another, uh, let's analyze here in co-ed three. Just want to point out there wasn't a lot of co-ed games this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaningful co-ed games. Yeah. So it, it does fall on us just by virtue of context. Yeah. Um, but let's take a look at, uh, you know, I, I know you guys took a look last week, but, you know, the, the playoff landscape, shifts from week to week um free agents got a big win uh on monday night at uh maddie victorin against catching w's um so please let's take a look at their schedule let's look at their playoff chances now that they beat tigres got their second win of the season on monday night um them tigres michael scott's thoughts uh let's look at that uh, that dotted line i want to i do want to bring up something from catching w's yes uh, eagle told the story off air So I'm going to ask him to bring it on air. Oh, um, it was risky because I probably should have cleared it first. But whatever, Eagle, if you don't want to answer it, don't. But it's more fun if you do, because I, I, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to take it into a negative way. I'm not going to take it into a negative area. So um, I saw a lot of the Catching W's free agents game. Iggy were there, too. Um, from what I saw, Giordano D'Amico, the quarterback of Catching W's, was just continuously throwing the ball into deep coverage. You were running cover three, three the entire game, Eagle. Uh, you intercepted him four times. Um, no, not me, Dallas Odom. No, not, 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 not you specifically. Your I mean, your, or your, or your, rather, your the same person in the same spot intercepted him four times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, because it could have been anybody. <laughs> um, but so a quick, quick, um, I just want to mention here, when you're talking about uh, Giordano D'Amico, um, you, you went to see him after that. the game to tell him like, hey, so this happened. And, and yeah, and th- I, oh, just to be clear, because some, some people might think I'm a dick, which I am, but not in this context. Um, you know, Pease and I try and help out as many teams as possible here. And it was one of those scenarios of, well, if you're going to keep doing the same thing, then I'm going to keep doing the same thing because I'm coming out ahead on all these plays. So yeah. I win, right? Do something different and make me adjust. If not, I'm going to keep doing it because that's what's happening. So what'd you tell him? Uh, so I told him, like, you know, hey, I'm playing a cover three defense, you could have just checked down all game and just driven the field. Like, all hooks would have been open and the whole thing. He goes, well, uh, I was throwing deep because that's all I had. And So, but, like, I, I imagine it differently. And this is what I want to... Like, imagine he, you go up to him and he, he say, like, hey, dude, man, you, you, you could check down. Like, you just kept going deep. And he took off his sunglasses and says, it's all I have, man. I mean... It was not, not, not that, like... Not that it's all he had based on defense, because that's not what he had. But like, it's all he has in his soul is yeah. to be able to throw deep, which like, is interesting. I, I'd love that. Their their play design has a lot of like wildcat halfback style plays and everything. The bubbles, the shifts, the the like you know the th- roll to one side. Which kudos to you. Like if you if you have plays specifically designed for that, sure. But all it seems is that you're trying to set up. Everyone times to you like, can throw deep. Yeah, you just you're you're trying to force people to play the run bubble play and then just go over their heads. But 
when they don't bite, you just throw it anyways over their heads? Like, I just, I just I don't get it. So, cool play design. A little bit caught off guardy. Granted, I ha- not that I haven't seen it before. But, yeah, just it's a common trend in the lower divisions where you see teams not adjusting when you really should. Eagle, um, there's a player on your team who's my soulmate, just based on name alone. Anthony Mustache. Yes. He's That's great. His name. He's he's he, uh, he's a really good player, by the way. Just having seen him play, he's a lot quicker than you'd think when you see him. Um, really good ball skills too, and ball in the air. Yeah, so actually, I, uh, and we'll wait for Iggy to get back from his bathroom break here. As I reset we need to the get a one up. shot, by the way, for when one of us goes to the washroom, we don't have an empty chair. Oh yes. Yes. Can we can we get that asset built in? I can probably get it then. Thank you. You didn't put Mo on? No, I didn't get a chance. I was too busy talking. Uh, I heard you. You were there for the Anthony Mustache scoop. Uh, yes. What mustache are we talking about? Not mine. <laughs> Anthony Mustache. The I player on Eagles team. Yeah. Uh, the the deep routes where he J- DK Metcalfed the ball. No, I Pure stride. Oh, I, was so I saw good. it. I was it there. It was for that. so good. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, he, so he yes. looks really good. Back to our schedule. That was the whole idea behind yeah. this. There's one and Niners and Dream Killers left. So you likely lose to one and Niners, and your the matchup that you I think you have a very good chance of uh, of and uh, being a very competitive game with Dream Killers. I think you can come away with a one or one possession or one point victory or two points. It's so g- that one's going to come down to converts. So if that happens, there's a possibility of like, what is it, like a four so you, or maybe five-way tie type of thing, you, depending on what happens in some of these games. So you would finish three and seven. Yep. And then Tigres have three wins. You would have the tiebreaker on them. Yep. I think, I think the free agents win out. You think they beat one and Niners? No, sorry. I don't think they win out. I think they lose to one liners, but I, th- I do think they beat Dream Killers. Yes. As I, th- I think the Naomi Fortin, who it was, uh, makes too many mistakes. And yeah. Eagles defense uh, is, is getting it now. It's yeah, starting it's getting get it. And, and it, like Eagle calls a defense to capitalize on mistakes, right? So it's I just think it's a bad matchup for, for Dream Killers. And they haven't, they, they've scored, uh, you know, they scored a little more than free agents because they've played uh, one last game and they had the same amount of points for in 115. Right. But uh, I think free agents are Ooh. starting to get it where Dream Killers are just kind of the same. So I, I like free agents' chance here. So yep. they, I'm, I'm thinking they would finish 3-7. and seven. Tigres have a really tough schedule to end. They end with Thunder Buddies yep. and Drink Team, two, of the, two well, of the top four teams in the division. Yep. So I think they finish... Three and seven as well. Free yeah, agents have the tiebreaker if it was head to head. They're in scheduling hell because you can't spell hell without ending with two L's. And the other the other team would be use ones. What? If you use ones like eleven. Hg eleven. <laughs> right? Then the Yeah, I guess that's dumb. The other the <laughs> other team that could be in a three way tiebreak would be catching W's again. And they have that they have that type they have the head to head. Yeah. They'll have the head to head against catching W's against Dream Killers. And and catching W's are playing Le Crevet, a middle of the pack team right now in in Coed three and Drink team, a real number one, uh, sorry number three team right now. Who haven't lost the game yet, by the way. Yeah. So, I like free agents' chances of making the playoffs here. Yeah, I don't think their team will do any damage in the playoffs, but I do think, um, I do think that they'll they'll get there. Yeah. So that was the uh, the bottom of the the standings here and the last playoff spot. The playoff format, please, in co-ed. You oh, have we, didn't, we didn't do the D there. Yeah, right? Oh, crap. Did we? we? 
Oh, no, we didn't. Well, we'll nice. get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, the top six seeds uh, receive a bye. Who are those teams by when the regular season ends? Who are those it's top seeds that are going to get uh, buys? It's kind of cool because with so many teams getting a bye, it kind of feels like the first round is a play-in round. Yeah. Um, Label it what you want. <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, I mean, Fast and Furious 3, one Niners drink team. Thunderbirdies. I, I do I'm think all but clinched. I think we need to to discuss drink team a little bit more next week. They're uh, yeah, because yeah, they're yeah. really good and, yeah. and I feel uh because they've been a game behind all all season long and they, they had a the tie coverage. mixed in there. It, it, we yeah. just sort of got lost in the mix. Um well I did mention that Erica Mangini is probably the best female player in the division. Yeah. Might be might be the best female player in the in Coed two if she played there. Well only because Russia Valier is hurt. Yes, fair. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Marilou Bellin is injured also. Mm, but not on a co-ed two roster. She's played co-ed before, though. Oh, but in, in, yes, but not this spring season. Oh, you season. mean this spring specifically. And, like, not with uh, Power Rangers, that, like, franchises okay. that they didn't fair, set up fair, a fair. team, right? Yeah. Um, I think the top four are pretty set. Pig six yeah. as well. I think they're they're a little under that level of competition, but... Well, so... The number six seed right now, we love big TDs. They they can only get a max of 12 points. Uh, so really, we're looking at Le Crevette, who can get six more points, move up to 12. They, they're in contention. Uh, Kamikaze got a win. Uh, yeah, and you know what? Le Crevette have dream killers catching Ws in, in Kamikaze. Oh, wow. So maybe the Kamikaze, uh, Kamikaze game there at the, at the end of the season might determine whether they get a, a first-round buy or not. And and we love big TDs. They sure they can they could win out uh, without even looking at their schedule. But a lot of their Fast players. Fast and Furious three and they oof. Oof. so so regard so regardless one of, one. regardless of who they're playing, their roster uh, is going to be missing a lot of their core players. A lot of their team um, going on vacation and uh, well vacation uh, going to um, yeah they're just not going to be in town. So. Uh, they're already looking for... It's for almost as if you described them going on vacation. Yes, yeah. They're just not in town. Um, they're going to have, you know, they're look already looking to try and get people to, to play enough games to get five games played. So that's really not going to be their core roster down down uh, the rest of the season and into the playoffs. So they, they could be a team that, that drops out of the, uh, the the first round by. I think Le Crevet have a chance. I think they have a good chance of making I think, it. I think they have a good chance too because I do think, I think they can finish with 12 and it's not an unreasonable expectation. I think we, we love big TDs will finish with 10. Uh, pick six, the only disadvantage they have is that they only have a single game left, but it is against Dream Killers. Right. So I, I think that the, essentially we've spent the last four minutes Discussing essentially only two teams that can really change position, yeah, right? It comes, to, yeah. it comes down to it comes down to Crevette and we love big TDs uh, and Kamikaze because because kamikaze, they they, yeah. they play Crevette and Kamikaze play each other. Yeah, and the other game is Fast and Furious three though. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. So I think I think. But uh, then they'll have a tiebreaker if they do win. But but Crevette will win. You but believe that's the what I'm saying. Crevette will win. The will next win the other two. Let's say two games, right? So right. That puts them to 10 points. Kamikaze would still have 8. 8. Gotcha. And we love Vic TDs, you know, somewhere ten. between 8 and 10. Yeah. Although Kamikaze's points against might help them if it's a three-way tie. Well, Crevet have less right now. 
with one game for sure. Less. But we love big TDs have scored. Right, right, right. right. Uh, uh, sorry, of uh, uh, a lot uh, more. Two hundred sixty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that could be uh, one of the reasons why they drop. We out. love big TDs seem bizarrely vulnerable to me. Yeah. Based on the points against, based on the schedule, based on the schedule of the Cravat, yeah. based on the fact that Kamikaze lost. looks like they may have a win in their team. And, and then loss of their key players, right? Yeah. Loss of their core players on the team. So, so yeah, it looks like uh, We Love Big TDs are in jeopardy of losing their uh, first round bye. Still, uh, they're in prime position for a playoff spot, but uh, they'll they'll have to play in your, your so-called uh, play-in play in game. Um, we'll move to Division B, not Division D just yet. Uh, boss. We'll, uh, we'll start at the top of uh, Division B. Uh, it's a very simple question from uh, Mokon. Uh, how this does is the terrible. <laughs> how do I said simple. Simple doesn't mean terrible. No, I know, but it's because last week we said, are you asking, are you feeling it because it's Iggy's it, question and you're worried it might be terrible? This is Iggy's question. This is not my question. Um, the race for the top uh, look seems to be uh, between Blessed and uh, Beers and Brownie. How does it play out, do you think, uh, for the number one seed in this division? And does it even matter? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> Not really. I know. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, it was obsession, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beers and Brownies versus Runner Once. It's the next game you got on yeah. the schedule. Um, it's annoyingly tomorrow. It, it would go a long way to answering this question. <laughs> I think I think that's a and we'll, we'll maybe we'll get there after this, but I think that's a bigger game for. I think it's not uh, it's not rocket science. It's a bigger game for Run at Once. Yeah, much bigger game for them, right? They're they're f- they're trying to fend off Beer Belly Brigade, who played Silent Ticklers in but a one point loss. It's almost that like that that level of desperation and the fact that like they have Jeff Rosenblatt. It's it's a strong team who just has been underperforming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a team that's capable of scoring, which yep. is like dangerous. I can see, I can see neither team getting a stop, and it ending because of converts and mm-hmm. like you know you're you're very confident in converts, but I, I don't think I'm insulting when I say give me Jeff Rosenblatt in that in that scenario, right? Sure. Like, just would you take him against Braves versus uh, Jameson? <laughs> And Devay, <laughs> I have scored him on the conference there. But sure, I, but yeah. for all the reasons we <laughs> yeah, discussed, where yeah. he didn't have his full roster and all yeah. that. So, like, yeah. this is also another team where Runner Once has been missing guys, right? Yeah. So if if they're able to fe- to, to to bring their, their entire roster to the field, um, I don't think it's a particularly huge matchup. Especially, uh, I think it's a great match for you guys, and especially because it's like that abs- that hunger that they have at this moment like they yeah. the fact that they need to win and for you guys it's well you know another regular season game another regular how season game how about this a- and since the season seeding doesn't matter <laughs> yeah exactly so we'll, we'll kind of skip over that question here's a better question nice <laughs> so <laughs> yeah we have elite a elite question elite nice. question uh beers and brownie yeah missing lp Thibodeau for the game he's going over to halifax for the uh, na- that national flag tournament okay good luck good luck lp uh Similarly, for a run at once, uh, Jeff Rosenbaum will be without Francois Ugg. Okay. What's, what's the bigger loss for the teams? Uh, um, considering LP is my snapper. But I might be bringing in Matt Kerouac. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, you know. So, you know. Um, I, I'll, okay, how about uh, maybe now it's more skewed. Uh, so, I'm getting, sure, Matt Kerouac to snap, but I'm lo- I don't have AJ Gomes. So, that's the bigger loss. Well... Is it so? Is is or is the weight of you know having lost my original snapper but getting Kerouac in in who's who's well, losing I, I, bigger components here? I mean, look, I know Kerouac's old, but like yeah. he's still competent, man. Like he's yeah. looking, he's gonna be all right. Just yeah. 
you know, don't expect a lot of yardage from the guy because his knees are basically broken, full of water and all sorts mm. of trash at this point. Check that out. Yeah, just just there's going to be and it's gonna, bolts it might be raining. So oh, forget that. Forget that. There's no, it's it's uh, it's supposed to be a sunny by seven o'clock. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a report by Iggy. Um, I also hope that's the case because I hate yeah. throwing. In yeah. the oh, you're playing as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I do think that um, I do think that you not having Iggy Gomes is the biggest loss on the field, right? Mm-hmm. So because you're losing probably the best receiver in FPF, right? And François, he's rushing for them too, right? Um, I, I wouldn't be able to def- defend. Def- he's, he's a very good rusher. Yeah. Uh, if he's rushing for them, he's a very good rusher. Um, it's impossible. He's he's leading well, the team with two sacks. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> I don't, but I don't know if he's the, he's the full time rusher. I don't know if Noah right. Groper's the full time rusher. Uh, Groper's. I've I've seen more of Groper, and I'd probably say he's the rusher, and okay. might be, be the better of the two. I hesitate. I, in I saying don't. That. I don't. Th- he's the, I think he's the faster of the two. I okay. don't think he's the better of the okay. two. Okay. 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 also rushed at a higher level than Fair. than uh, Noah Groper has until yeah, this season. Twenty-one tackles for Noah Groper suggests he's not the the rusher. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless he's ju- he's deflecting guys after he gets beat. at the one like yeah. one yard after twenty-one times. No, I don't think so. Um. So yeah, I I'd say. Well, Francois Hogue kind of is the Swiss Army knife for that team and can do a lot of different things. I think the biggest loss, given all of the information that you weirdly gave in stages, yeah, I know. <laughs> is AJ Gomes not being in the game. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned it because there are two party crasher uh, players in LP Thibodeau and Francois Hogue, so I was like kind of thinking in my head one for one. But then I remembered AJ is not there. So, yeah, so we have uh, bigger holes to fill. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I, th- I think... That um, I think that's probably good. that and Poseidon's kiss would be the biggest test. Did you, did, had you played Poseidon's kiss already? Uh, once, and we have them again. Yeah, and you yeah. beat them last yes. time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know it's it is hard to beat a team They're twice. A good team. They're a good team. They are a good team. Um, but yeah, I, like I think there's a good chance you get pie, you you come out of this season with only one loss. Uh, but even if you have two two losses, you, there's a chance you and blessed. Or I don't know one and two seed. I don't know. Yeah, kind of the same thing that we s- we said in Division A, yeah. right? Uh, Let's just have a last game against Silent Ticklers, which is unpredictable. Yeah, it w- especially with Paula Pierre now at quarterback with uh, Panetta hurt. Uh, look, Ticklers over Beer Belly Brigade. You'd think that'd be a somewhat not uh, somewhat of a blowout, but it was a twenty to nineteen game yesterday at Brossard. So or yesterday being Tuesday uh, at Brossard. But was that Paul Pierre's first game with them? No. He's played outdoors against uh, Poseidon's Kiss. Uh, he's had several games. He didn't look. I w- again, it wasn't my field I was doing, but uh, from uh, just taking a quick peek here and there, a couple fourth down conversions that he, uh, that he didn't get, uh, overthrowing receivers. And then, of course, a couple times he was hitting receivers right in stride for 40-yard uh, bombs as well. Unpredictable, I think, like you said, is a good way. Um, speaking of, though, Poseidon's kiss, um, where do you think they, or do they have a shot at that third seed right now? Um, between them, Mangoose, uh, B-Raves, Can, Silent, we, get, can we put Ticklers. a poll on Instagram asking players if they care about seedings? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> like... Especially yeah. in the top three divisions. Why? Why? Yeah, two questions about seedings. Mo's obsessed. It's, he's obsessed, and it doesn't. 
I'm gonna tell you what I tell him every week. It doesn't matter. It really, I, I, honestly, I, I agree with you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Like Poseidon's Kiss played Ambush uh, Tuesday at Brossard as well, and 47 to 41. 48. 48. So you're really gonna correct me over one point. Accuracy, bro. Yeah. Call journalism. You should try it for once. Scorekeeping. You should try it for once. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to? Yes. I could use you. Yes. No, I promise you you could not. (laughs) I would be the worst scorekeeper. You keep telling me that. Yes. You're setting yourself up for failure. Yes. Dream a little bigger. Guy. No. ADHD and a lot of games happen after 9 p.m. Yeah. So, it's an issue. You're a loss. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think uh, it's really, yeah, I, I do agree. Seeding doesn't really matter. Uh, so let's put it this way. Let's take a look at Poseidon's Kiss and tell me one team for them that is a bad matchup. Iggy, that was an elite question. Thank you. Um, I would have said Ambush before the game uh, because I thought that Ambush has that f- sort of frantic pace. Yeah, and oh, the ability. They, they play the, the fastest pace in Division B. Yeah. It's crazy. Which is wild because, like, you play fast-paced in Division B also, right? Uh-huh. But I know. But, like, I know. I know what you mean. It's He's fast. It's intense. Yes. It's intense. Yeah. Um, they're, they're at the line quickly. They they communicate their plays quickly. And it's not like they're at the line quickly and guys are running the wrong routes and stuff. They're, no. they're just so in tune with having played with each other for so long. Uh, and then integrating Sean and Royce Emergent into that group, I think, was just a... I think they're, they're a great pairing of receivers to add to what you get from... James Drysdale and Kevin Donnett, for example. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, I thought that would have been a tough matchup. And, like, it wasn't easy. They had to score every drive, basically, to yeah. win the game. So, yeah. um, I don't love Poseidon's Kiss's matchup against Mangus. Although Mangus haven't... Is it just me or they just been a little disappointing this season? Uh, I'd say disappointing defensively. I think they're putting up the crazy amount of points. Uh, which is fun. It's it's not disappointing at all. It's exactly what you expect, and and maybe a little I beyond. Just, I just thought they were going to be a clear. I mean, let's look at seeds. Clear one or two seed the entire yeah. way, right? Like I just thought they'd be. I don't know. Not class of division. There, there's. I mean, yeah. Again, we're saying the same thing, but there are a lot of good teams. I think in them. I I wouldn't put them necessarily as one or two seed at the beginning of the season. Or just said top four. And if they were outside of the top four, then I'd be yeah. surprised. I guess that's it. Like the, they're they're doing fine. I just I keep wanting to see the season where they come in and just dominate because it feels like they're right right there. Yeah. And I, like I know they lost James Drysdale. Yeah. They added Marvin Steinberg though, mm-hmm. so that's still a great piece. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It seems it seems like um, it's maybe just what I want mm-hmm. is for them to just take that that next step and yeah. they're essentially a five hundred team. Yeah. Well, I mean. Look at looking at their roster. If you take a look at their receiving core, Mangus have five receivers in the top twenty. Yeah, you have Tomas Kutsu, of course, Marvin Steinberg. I uh, think it's four, but yeah. Sorry, I think it's four receivers in the top twenty. But yeah, yes. Interception. Why do you write? Because I thought it was five, and then I changed it to four. Oh, I was you. I, um, I was trying. I was trying to do it seamlessly so we could just correct a mistake and move forward. But let's sink into it. Uh, Gaspar uh, Chernichek. Yeah, and then uh, pr- perhaps the best flag name in uh, in all of flag. Uh, literally Gabriel Drapo. Literally flag, Mister Flag himself, Zgorlaski. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, believe he's the snapper for the team. Uh, do they have the deepest receiving core 
in Division B? I think it's up there. I think uh, like blessed, blessed, and uh, beers and brownies are up there as well. But to me, they're they're in that sort of for sure group of teams where anyone could do damage at any point. Uh, I think that they all do different things. Uh, Thomas Kutsu, again, does all that sideline stuff for them. Yeah. Um, and even though you know it's coming. It's just, it looks like he's running a go. He's running it so fast. Yeah. And, and what he does is he dips his shoulders down, making it seem like he's, he's taking, accelerating. He's yeah. accelerating. And then immediately stops. Yeah. And right before he immediately stops, that ball's coming out. And there's just nothing you can do. There's, I li- you it's, literally it's, know it's coming, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's his 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 speed is scary. His route running is great. Yeah, the the connection he has with Nick Schaefer is amazing, and the fact that Nick Schaefer can throw the ball through a cement wall, like the ball gets there in, in a quarter of a second, and if you're not already breaking on it before Thomas Kutsu, Kutsu is, you don't have a chance. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna catch that hook in your face every time. Yep. Um. So yeah. So he, he there's that. Uh, Zgorlaski, like you said, uh, is that guy who's is a snapper. Uh, Ceranic does a lot of the intermediate and deep stuff for them, and of course Marvin Steinberg comes in and fills the James Drysdale role, like we talked about. And it's Very funny because well. it always felt like they were missing that one piece, and like it's like they acknowledge it. They're like, all right, we're gonna add Nick Schaefer, we're gonna add Marvin Steinberg. It might be a rotating piece that they bring in. But they have sort of the cachet, and Nick Schaefer has now sort of the reputation where, where it's not going to be that hard for him to recruit a top-end talent like Marvin Steinberg or James Drysdale. Right. So let's let's compare it and, and, and make a decision here, Pete. So what would you yeah. rather we have? We need to make a decision. Yes. There can only be one. It's Highlander up in here. So, so what would you rather have? Would you rather have the two 400-yard receivers and two 230-plus-yard receivers that Mangus does have? Or would you rather have, because we're talking about depth, or would you ha- rather have three receivers with 200 yards or more and then four more receivers that have about 150 yards or more? You just threw like 90 numbers at me. So s- seven receivers deep, no one with more than, say, 280 yards, or having four guys, two of which have 400 and two of which have around 250. So to me... When I talk about depth, it's not necessarily the amount of receivers, but like if you go five deep and you just have five guys on offense all the time, but the caliber of the five are as good as anyone's top five, to me that matters more than if you're seven or eight deep. You know what I mean? In the context of a drive, yes. But I think in the context... No, no, in the context of, of, of just like of, of, team, of team building, like, like you can't play eight receivers anyway. And if you're five or if you have the best group of five... That's why I'm saying... Yeah, in a context of a single drive, yes. But over the length of a season with injuries, but if you have you no injuries and you and they're there every no, game, it then it won't matter. Which Mangus have kind of been that, like so they've been the me, most consistent roster in the division. So let me throw exactly your own words from last week back to you: is that this is a recreational league in the summer where you have injuries, vacations, weddings, uh, get uh, getaways. I have known the following things about Mangus: they hate love. They don't go to weddings. They love TDs. Though. They love TDs, so they play football. They, um, they think that Quebec is a beautiful place, as do I. And they're like, why do I need to go on vacation? Too. What was the third thing? Injuries. They're like, injuries are for other teams, not for us. So yeah. I don't know, man. Kutsu, Kutsu <laughs> runs too much and bikes too much to, yeah, to get injured. Exactly. He's outrunning injury. Yeah. 
It's like imagine like the Grim Reaper just sort of chasing him around and never catches him. Dude's immortal. Um, no, I, it's it's impossible to answer like to the negative, right? Like you don't know who's gonna get hurt. Um, you don't no, know. No, who's I know. But so what would you, that's it? So what would you rather? You so you're saying you'd rather have the five? These are my five I, I guys. They're top. Have, if you have guys. five guys who absolutely fit hungry, your offense perfectly, and yeah, I think there's value to that. I think that like the fact that again, just the, the thing that we described with with Nick Schaefer and Thomas Kutu, mm-hmm. yeah, that connection, the, yeah, that value is yeah. really hard to replace. And like, it's more than just the four hundred yards. Yeah, it's it's more it's more than the sum it, of its it, parts. It's yeah. the fact that we need ten yards now, and he goes on and gets you eleven, because yeah. again, even though you know it's coming, it's impossible to stop. Yeah. Speaking of injury. Of course, we've said it over a couple of weeks now that uh, Rachel Valier in women's uh, division uh, has suffered an injury where Red Nation are now replacing her with uh, Gigi Cabillo-Abante. Is she the answer? Is she the prayer that uh, to save Red, Red Nation season? Uh, so I have, a, I have a semantics question, actually, about, uh, about the roster. Um, okay. So if I'm not mistaken... Uh, Geraldine Caballo-Bante was on the roster to, t- to start the season. I don't she didn't have a game played, though. seeing her name, but maybe. No, 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 I, she was on the roster. Okay. Because I, I, I know that I mentioned her okay. as being on the roster and not having a game played right. the season. Gotcha. But she hadn't played a game. Okay. Could she be an IR replacement for Rachel Valier? Because we know she's hurt. She's going to get a doctor's note. It's likely right? the case, yes. But like, even though she was already on the roster. So... Could you? Could you? I, didn't, I just didn't know if you could do that. If you could, yeah, if it's you can any, rep- player. It's any player. Literally okay. any player. I didn't know. I thought any player with play to the with, with s- certain conditions, they can't be over a certain cap and yeah, et obviously, cetera, et cetera. Okay, yes. so I I think so. She was. So you you wait, you restaurant. think so? What you think she I, will be the replacement? I think she or will she be. Think she can save their season because that's a question. Can she save? Their season, which is stumbling. I think if there's there. a chance to save their season, it rests with Gigi Caballo-Bante. Yeah, fair. And yeah. basically, at a time where they, Rasha Valier was more the defensive presence and it wasn't as integrated to the offense, Gigi was the number one threat for this team. Yeah. And I think they they revert to that a little bit. Uh, I do think that the Allison Sobel's uh, main issue is she tends to zero in on her number one receiver and doesn't spread the wealth as much as she could. Uh, that said, this week not the case at all. She did she did a great job of that. I know I know Cabrillo uh, Avante scored uh, two touchdowns, but if you look at just ball distribution, um, you know Lemise Aljundi having three targets, yeah. Marilyn Cesar having four, Melly um, Germain had three. Like it's it's not enough, but uh, at least beyond that one target, it's spread out. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, Geraldine Cabrillo Avante did have eleven targets. Yes, <laughs> to be yes, fair. Yeah. Um, and she's going to continue getting that work, but I think once you get to playoffs, um, you're going to face teams that are going to specifically try to take that number one receiver away. But is there any team, because it, it wasn't Blue Thunder yesterday no. or t- on Tuesday. Julie Beauvais turned the ball over way too much. Yeah, four, four INTs, especially where uh, Marilyn Cezanne got two and returned one for a pick six, right? Yeah. That when, when Red Nation gets defensive scores... Um, that's where they tend to it come gives out. gives them life, right? Yeah. Like, ten, they tend to come out victorious in, in those games. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, th- that to me has been the issue for Blue Thunder. Um, and their season's kind of turned since Julie Beauvais started to struggle. Because um, they look good early in the season. Yeah. And uh, that hasn't been the case. One team that has looked good very recently is uh, Le Petit Miette. Mm-hmm. They, uh, in their last five games, um, their only loss came to Sub-Zero. So with Wildcats, you know, we've anointed them as the number one team in women's two. Can they challenge Wildcats uh, now that they've got some momentum going on here? Um, Wildcats are looking really strong, though. They, they, they did shut out the Pitsumiet early in the season. Right. Early on, yeah. Uh, and again, it's early on, and the Pitsumiet have looked better. Um, my concern with them is the scoring of points. So in, in the last... They're the second highest scoring team in women's two. But they they seem to either score 30 or a single score. In the last uh, three weeks, they have... O- sorry, in the last four weeks, they have three weeks where they've only sc- scored two touchdowns or less. Six, six, mm-hmm. uh, seven, six, and 15. Um, you mean... Yeah, 7-12, but yes. yeah. Sorry, 6-12... Sorry, seven. 15, 12, and 7. Yes. How's the universe order? 7, 12, 32, and 15. Yeah. Yes. But the, the yes, three yes, games yes. are referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think uh, Morgan Casimano-Valois has been actually a little under the radar as probably one of the better quarterbacks in uh, the co- the women's two division. Yep. Um, she's completing a ton of her passes. Uh, she's not turning the ball over a ton. She seems to have found something at least consistent in this part of the season. The scoring does need to improve, I do yeah, think. Twenty two scores. Yeah, twenty two scores in eight games. I, I see where you're coming from. Even though they're the second highest scoring team in, in women's two, uh twenty two touchdowns in eight games, it's it's not enough to compete with Wildcats, who in their offense, uh they scored a season low of twenty. So and if you're scoring 22 uh, touchdowns in eight games, that's roughly three touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. 18 points. And if you're converting only one, maybe two out of the three converts, you're only putting up 20, 21 points. Where Wildcats, like I just said, they scored a season low of 20. Because the thing is, what, Nine, I, do 19, like, what I do like about that matchup of Le Pizimiet and, and uh, Wildcats is Catherine Bolzuk, on the other hand, has thrown 13 interceptions. So okay. she, she she's seemingly more apt to make a mistake but it comes down to whether or not they can capitalize on the mistakes and that that wasn't the case the first time they played at all um and wildcats are also apt at forcing mistakes too if you look at alexandra ladusar six interceptions 12 pds she's constantly on the wall yeah constantly on the wall um and of course like and offensively too 411 yards seven touchdowns yeah and Erica Magini and uh, Tamara Journal, like we know their talents, right? Yeah. Like we talked about Erica early in the season, yeah. uh, earlier in the show. Yeah. Tamara Journal is one of these players, one of the women's players, Canada, made a name right. for herself early on because we instantly recognized her. Oh, she's really good, and yeah. of course, Team Canada, like you mentioned, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's a really. I liked Wildcats in the previous season. I, they they they, they kind of just are a team. I think that's in between the the caliber of Division One and Division Two. Um, I think they would have been the worst team in Division One. I. I think they're better than The Rock. Really? Yeah. 
Do they have they played each they, other? They have played. They came out victorious, nineteen to fourteen. But close. I mean, okay. So at best, like they're at par with the Rock, let's say, or slightly above. Yeah, I think they could. But have like, okay, that. so they like, say they played that game ten times. They probably win what six times out of six, 10? seven. So yeah, so okay, so if it's seven, it makes more of a difference. But yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, six, three, and one. There you go. Okay. So yeah, one, so one tie. So they they could have played women's one in your estimation. Yeah, yeah. I is you know again removing sub zero from the equation because it's just all star. It's it's the the. Here we go. Let's every week we gotta come up with a new like synonym. Was it? Um, I, I think it's nineteen ninety two. The nineteen ninety two dream team, the one right. with Jordan and yeah. Barkley and yeah. Patrick Ewing. Players that most people listen to this podcast have probably never seen play basketball. Wild. Um, but like everyone my age in Canada had a U- team USA jersey, just because that's how exciting that team was. Yeah. That's what Sub Zero is. Yeah. Yeah. Every week we have a new comparison because yeah. it's. They're that. Like they're, they're they're that at every position. What was the what was the uh you go the, the boss that Mo was trying to get? Go and you, you totally botched it. Yeah, Goron. It was very clearly Goro. <laughs> Goro, that's it. The forearm Goro. Yeah. I was screaming it on the bus, by the way, when I was heading to work. <laughs> Goro <laughs> Everyone's staring at peas on the bus. Um Peas on the last couple of shows. Uh, that I've tuned in. Uh, you guys have been talking about Maya DeFazio and, uh, for X and X quarterback. And, you know, we, we naturally think of her as, as the quarterback of the team. And we, 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 you've broken down the, the, uh, the performances over the past few weeks. But have we not been focusing on her defense? Or we haven't been focusing on her defense enough. She's the first woman in the division with double-digit interceptions. Um, but... <laughs> But it's for some reason, her stats are inflated, allegedly. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's on the script. I write it. I, uh, okay. I, he did that thing again. <laughs> where I, uh, He uh, Ron Burgundied me. <laughs> I mean, that's as literal as it's going to get. It literally <laughs> says, eagle note, her stats are inflated, allegedly. In italics. Yes, you yes, just I straight did. up read it wrong. I, 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 no, no, no. I didn't now the read audience it, can tell I know. how stupid you I, are. No, I didn't read it wrong. I read it there, and I'm like, yeah, I might as well just say it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we can't all be good at our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> have we not been talking? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Have we been omitting her defensive uh, excellence uh, in lieu in of her uh, struggles and, and just dissecting her quarterback play? Yeah, she's been, uh, she's been great. And the fact that, like, essentially, if a ball gets intercepted on her team, largely it's her doing the work, right? And the fact that she's also got uh, tackles. Uh, PDs, me, yeah, it, as well. PDs as well. Like, it, it, it just seems like she's breaking on the ball. She's playing instinctively. I think if you're athletic enough to do it, playing defense as a quarterback, if you understand concepts, you can sort of take away what the offense is trying to do. At least at least take away a read, and if the quarterback forces that read, you're in position to make a play. And I think that that's what Maya DeFazio is doing, is, is that because of her understanding and her ability to read a defense, um, and she's now taking that and, and being able to implement that on the other side of the ball and if you look especially if you look sort of like at the season oh man i miss those i'm i was trying to pull up her her game logs here yes 
Um, yeah, if yeah. you look, especially recently, mm-hmm. in the last four games, she has seven interceptions. Yeah, that's you know, so that's, like that's putting her in the conversation for defensive player of the year well, um, in women's one and two combined. Right, yeah. she is the leader in interceptions right now. Uh, two way won't get there yet because the, yeah. the quarterbacking is not there yet. Although again, I, I, the game I saw her play, she looked a lot better. Um, I saw yes. her play in the game against, I believe, Blue Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, between uh, between her and her ten INTs, and in, in behind her is Rachel Valian, who we. Uh, no, it looks it looks to seem that, that she won't be uh, playing for the remainder of the season here. Uh, there's Sydney Rush with with seven ints and Jessica Bustabin with with seven sacks in just three games. Is she, you know, in a prime? She seems to be she's a prime position to win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, Jessica Bustabin yeah. to me is just that's the flex on Sub Zero. Right? It's yeah. like really, it'd be yeah. better at every position. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, I think she is. I think she's the front runner for me. Like, uh, 10 interceptions at this point of the season. If she finishes out strong, I think she, she takes home some hardware at the end of the season. Yep. Now we're moving uh, to Division D. We can uh, this time start as uh, you and P's, uh, you, you are P's, uh, you and Mo refused uh, to talk about the Division I D. Did, you know what it is? You is did refuse. And even though you were part of the the I know I, I didn't want to be mistaken. I felt more. It comfortable. was there. I I updated it finally. So can we do it now, or yes. do you have any other complaints and cries? It's just it was more on him actually, him being eagle. I brushed him off though. I told him not to do it. Yeah, I it's know. not me. I take I take accountability. So the division D playoff breakdown piece. Yeah. Uh, and eagle, if you can put it up on the screen because it's uh, now available. Um, we do have a splitting of uh, Division D, as we sometimes do. Uh, Division D1 and D2. Uh, do we want to talk about a little about uh, about how that came to be and, and what the... Well, let's first... Let's well, we didn't divide the teams preseason. We didn't divide the divisions preseason because teams registered without knowing there would be a split. And yeah. basically, um, we didn't want to penalize a team for being over the cap in the first couple of weeks. Maybe like, oh, they're, they're, they had a friend and the friend was going to play, but they just weren't on the initial version of the roster. And now you know, they they're, can't, they can't play because they're over the, the Division now D. They're in, yeah, they're in Division gap. D1, but they really should have been in Division 2 because they're not having that player yeah. anymore. Yeah. And so we decided to split it once we have more information. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is obviously before we buy our... Uh, chicken thighs at Super C for four ninety nine uh, a pound this week. So, um, <laughs> right, yes, on the screen. Yes, yes. yes um, I just saw it, yeah. So, <laughs> that's a great price, by the way. It is a great price. <laughs> it's also one way to kill your barbecue and put it in flames. Is with Super C like chicken. That's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> just trim the fat. I don't. Really know no, you just don't buy it, your <laughs> chicken there. I, I would. I would. Ask someone who who uh, gets farm chicken. I would agree. It's uh, not the same. But yeah, um, so we decided to split yes. it after the season started where we have more information at hand. Yep. We have a f- couple of ways we can do it. We, we started a conversation the other day about another way we can do it in future yes. seasons, which we won't air, but uh, we should get back to that because uh, it is interesting. But f- what, what do we do this time around? 
Right. So instead of just doing a natural split down the middle where, let's say, uh, there's 24 teams that make the playoffs in Division D. Uh, so instead of just doing 1 to 12 or in Division 1 or D1 of Division D and seeds 13 through 24 are in D2, uh, what we did is we did a uh, 1 through 6. So top 6 seeds, Division 1. And then seeds 19 through 24 uh, will be Division D1. And then the middle seeds, you can just split it out. Uh, the middle seeds 7 through 18 are Division D2. Yeah. Uh, and the reason and we did this logic, was... Yeah, there's a logic to that. Early uh, In earlier years, we had split down the middle. Right. And we kind of rewarded a team for, I Being don't want to say tanking, but they totally tanked. Or, or or a different way of looking at it is that, you know, if you did do 1 through 12, is that 12, and if you look at the standings right now, the, 12, the 12th seed has a record of 6-2. and two. So you go 6-2, and two and oh, great, you have to play the number one seed now. So we were, like, punishing you for doing relatively well in a tough division. Meanwhile, seed number 13 gets the easiest schedule playing seed number 24 or whatever. Yeah, it is, right? and we were rewarding a team who, you know, early on, they didn't have their top season, and so they decided to tank the rest well, of the way. Well done. And I so and they ended up getting themselves an easy championship yeah. uh, by losing a couple of games at the end of the season. So that was hurricane season, by the way. So I'm just It was? Yeah. Well, it's top season, guys. Yeah. 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 That's in well, September. This is spring season. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Actually, recently, Eagle, it's all the time now. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so... Those two reasons led us to uh, coming up with a split where the the top teams get rewarded by playing the bottom teams who qualify for the playoffs. And what you get in the middle with D2 is one of the coolest, yeah. toughest, grindiest playoff runs. Like, if you win that championship, I almost feel as that, though that's it's it. more valuable than a D1. I was going to ask you, <laughs> yeah. like, which one's more valuable? Like winning D1 I mean, I or I, D2? Winning a championship in the FPF is valuable. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Division yeah. 1A through six yeah it's hard yes it's incredibly hard it's a grind and and so if you win it you want based on on your Merits. talent level yeah but the if you're going to tell the story of how you won the championship the, the the historian that writes the d2 champion will have a great story to tell because yeah. of the teams that make the playoffs because that middle ground like it's there's gonna be no easy games right there's gonna be upsets that's it that's like it yes. we won't see a lot of upsets in the first round of division d1 yes which if we had a giant playoff we wouldn't get that either yeah. uh there's a lot of ways where we wouldn't get upsets but d2 we will see them yes i think i think that's that kind of explains it i think division d1's first rounds will be quote-unquote easier than division d2 d2's overall playoff will be harder but I think the Division D1 final will be slightly better than Division D2, but it's really not by much. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how you can more or less look at it. But I think the grind to get to the final is harder in Division D2. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you, you, you don't have a free first round. Yeah. So that being said. Seeding matters in this division. Yes. You see, now <laughs> we should be talking about. But it's not in the script, yeah, mode. Yes, of course. <laughs> Learn how to script. Um, there was a game that Mo saw 
<laughs> that he wrote in here. Uh, and he wants to talk about the takeaways from the West Island boys facing off against Every Inch Counts uh, Tuesday at Brossard. Uh, the storyline, more or less, uh, is that Matthew Yanakoulias, uh, as good as, as he has been all season, uh, throwing a lot of touchdowns uh, for Every Inch Counts, through two critical red zone interceptions. And I think not just in this storyline of this game, uh, I think that's been his Achilles heel throughout the season. I've seen that when he gets into the red zone, and through no fault of his own, the red zone is a very tight area, uh, but he's been prone to throwing those red zone interceptions. And they came at critical moments in the game. One, when they were up four points in the second half, and two, on the last play of the game, how more critical can you get uh, to potentially win it? Um, so... Well, I mean, like you're making a throw to try and win. If it's intercepted, like it's, it's you're putting the ball up, right? Like you're trying to you're trying to make a play. Yeah. That's not the one I fault him for per se. Although I wasn't there to see the exact read and all that. Yeah. Like it, to me, the earlier interception, as counterintuitive as it is, is slightly more impactful because yeah. at the end of the game, like what do you, like that's if you score on that drive, yeah, you're not you're not story, yeah, right? You're you're not in a position where you needed to score on the last play of the game. And if you don't put if you don't put the ball up. Um, and then like you you get like you get sacked or whatever, then like the game's over anyway. Like yeah. it reminds you of the, the uh, I was there for the Bandits against Idaho Ulupims game, right? Where Will Power was throwing, mm-hmm. and he threw it pick on the last play of the game. And it's like, well, but you kind of had to get rid of the ball. You had, yeah. you had to throw it to someone. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You don't want to take a yeah. You don't want to take yeah. a sack and then not give it, uh, your receivers a chance at the ball. Exactly. Yeah. So so it's Matthew Yanakulia is trying to uh, trying to 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 win a game basically, and then. Look, other other than that, he played really well. It, he had the most peace stat line of all, <laughs> best stat line of all time. You know, like only seven incompletions, soon to sixty yards, but the two interceptions are glaring, right? Yeah. Like that's that's just a little too much. Um, and you know, West Island boys, they are that team where they can they can run it up with anyone. Mike B. Yes, there you go. Uh, you know, having a huge game here. Um, you know, along with uh, Skyler Bailey, Julian McLaren, Thompson, we've talked about this team a bunch. Like we, the talent level in this team is insane. Yeah. Zach Stacy getting better and better as a quarterback. We, I know, I didn't necessarily criticize him so much as saying like, man, Zach Stacy is a great receiver. <laughs> if you have a quarterback with a receiving core that also includes him, but right. now he's getting to a point where it's like. Well, my, maybe he's the best option as an arm for the team. Right? Sure, yeah, absolutely. And getting that Division C experience, playing against better defenses, definitely helps him here in Division D. But here's the elite question. I'm, I'm one-upping the question here from Mo. Is I have that I have elite analysis okay. on on every inch counts for for uh, right. For you well, that's well, that's it. Every inch counts with ten games played. Uh, West Island boys with nine, in the tenth seed. The question from Mo was, will they face each other in the playoffs? But really is... They might not even. They might not, right? That's yeah. exactly it. So They might are not they, be in the same division. They, are they going to... Exactly. So will they end up in the same uh, division bracket, D1 uh, or D2? Um, I think there's a significant chance that every inch counts ends up as one of the top seeds in the D2 tournament. In the D2, yes. I was going to say that. I think they, they there's more ch- likelihood that they do uh, end up in the same bracket and that bracket being D2. There is just down to penetrators. There are four. There, are, yeah, four teams that can catch them with a single win, who have yeah. two or more games, and three of those teams have three games to play. Yes. So yeah, I I don't see every inch count staying there. I I I see them falling at least a seven or eight. 
Yeah, not which lower. just uh, again that's outside the cusp of uh, D one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I I don't think they make D one. I don't think they make D one. If yeah. that's your question. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, I have a just a quick note. Yes. Um, yes. I mentioned it quickly as Mo Khan was trying to make a point about Darren McDaisian making the Hall of Fame. Oh right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like. Uh, literally half a second. You're like Justin Blanchard wants a word. Well, because here's the thing. Yeah. I looked. I then looked it up. Yes, go. And yes. not only does he dwarf him in both categories, but also offensively, and has awards and has championships. Yeah, more so than Darren McDaisy. Right, right, right. Yeah. And and has done so at higher divisions. Is that taken into account? In not it, it has to be like perceptive. Like the the person voting for, has to, to get know in that. from for, to get in from a low division. You kind of have to be either really impactful in the way Joey Taylor was uh-huh. or, or you have to put up comical numbers basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I know, look, I love Darren, by the way. He's yeah. a great dude. But that's yeah. just Mo keeping up for his boy, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's good. It's not Hall of Fame caliber just yet. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, I, he's, he's good. He's solid. I, I like, I take him. I mean, like, here's the thing. My, my point wasn't even Justin Blanchard belongs in the Hall of Fame. It was like, I don't think Justin Blanchard's ever got 5% of the vote. For yeah. Hall of Fame, has he? Is he? But he's, he's been, been eligible. eligible yeah. yeah. No, he's yeah. been. You just. I. I honestly don't think I voted for Justin Blanchard yet. Right. Just to it's say. Just because. Just because that's, list that's of competition, names, right? Like, that's a list of names that appears. Right? Yeah. yeah. And like, if someone who's doubling the stats, <laughs> then the case that most taking is making. Yes. Quickly, quickly here, just off topic, uh, the FPF Instagram poll. Of the next player to most likely get the five for five in, in the awards. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. Who's uh, off the top of your head? Who is a name that you uh, either voted for, or, or if you didn't, vote? I didn't vote. Um, I think there was two I for think me. AJ Gomes can do it. Yeah, AJ Gomes QB, and I think Justin Lerner defensive player of the year. That's but what I said actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's still playing, right? He's still playing like Division D and Division C. Yeah. More so still playing in Division D. Is he playing quarterback? He's now taking over the range yeah, for fourth and schlong. But for he a, won't but have enough games played, I don't think, to be to win an award to win that as an award, no? No, you're not listening. Sorry. Justin Justin Lerner needs a defensive player of the year award. Oh, to have five total, not yeah. the same season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Then yeah. Yeah. Or AJ Gomes with a QB of the year. It won't I don't think it'll be this year for Which AJ. Which one's Tam Vildeth missing? He's not playing the season though. I but forget he was the omitted one. <laughs> yeah, he got he got a, it, but he got a whole post to himself. But I will say when I first read the, I was the post the first as I read the first post I was like where's Tam? Right, because like he's famous for winning at various positions, right? right? right. So yeah, MVP. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good question. It, it was actually a fun a fun little yeah, it was cool question. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, AJ Gomes was my is my guess just because the level he's playing quarterback at and it's still a low enough level that I think. He, you know what I mean, like. Well, it's it's C or higher or div. For sure, for sure. He's, he's a guy higher. who's been playing in Division One for so long yeah. that you know why 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 wouldn't he be able to get there? Sort of yeah. Thing, you know? yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely in that conversation. At the bottom of the brackets here, um, why so serious? Clinging on to that twenty fourth and last playoff spot here at one and six, seven games played. Uh, can they stave off teams like Save the Turtles, Riders of Rohan, DNE, Longhorns, all with one wins? Can they stave off and uh, finally clinch their uh, Guys, their long-awaited playoff seed? They have West Island boys, Glory boys, and friends with Danny left on the schedule. Lots of boys. 
That's tough. That's Boys and friends. That's tough. Uh, and their only win is by forfeit. Oh, boy. So I think, th- I think their toughest uh, competition that are currently below them would be Save the Turf Dolls. I think even DNE has a shot. Uh, so Save the Turf Dolls in their remaining three games. Stallions, Longhorns, who's one of the teams with one win, and Le Renard Vif currently in the number one seed. So I think Save the Turf Dolls can have Longhorns. They just, just pure speed alone uh, can beat Longhorns. Uh, while DNE, when their three remaining games have... Uh, Glory Boys, Root Sox, and Big Dracos. Those are three tough, tough games, tough opponents. Uh, so I think Save the Turtles might uh, might o- supersede uh, Weissel Series. The frustrating part is I think this is, this is the best roster Weissel Series has had in a while. Weissel Series, yeah. If not ever, like Brandon Kerr's a good young player with essentially no cap hit. He's played with me in Division C and was yep. great. Mm-hmm. Um, Kareem at Chilcot played for bo- played with both of us. Yeah, has been awesome. Rob DLC. Just a really familiar player on this team, although he hasn't played enough games. Hasn't played enough games. Yeah. Uh, Matt Tamila and Nick Strider are two guys who are giants. I think they're oh both yeah. six three plus. Yeah. So they have speed. Josh they have Curry size. And speed, yeah. Josh Curry, <sighs> good speed. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. Philippe um, Quintal, by the way, one of their uh, free agents that they recruited on the team mm-hmm. from uh, FPS free. I agent. just don't know him well. Good, so very good, very solid player. Um. Yeah, y- you know, d- I know. Keep keeping the conversation there for a second. It just like you scored 149 points in seven games, and 60 of them came through a forfeit. So less than 100 in in six games. Seven. Huh? Oh, six games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tough. Yeah, I I don't think Ryan Rose Rohan catch him. I don't think DNA catch him. Uh, s- save the Turtles and Longhorns are the, the yes. options. Right, and uh, save the Turtles play Longhorns. So they get caught because one of those teams wins. Right, so can they get one win? Can they beat West Island Boys? No. Glory Boys? That's the closest one and no. It's the closest one and I don't think so. And then Friends with Danny. No. No. Friends with Danny are good. They're good? You and Mo love them. Yeah. I... It's not that I don't like them. They're Why don't you love them? Great, great group of are guys. You not, uh, do you not love them or do you n- are you not in love with them? I'm not in love with them. Poor guys. They're, sure, they're 6-2. and two. Those two losses, I've, I've score kept them. They are getting wrecked. They are getting thrown out of the building. Okay, let me tell you why I like them. Yeah. Danny DeMore is one of the best players to ever play the sport. He's quarterbacking. But yes, I agree. And, but I mean, so what I mean by that is I don't think he's necessarily like a lock for Hall of Fame necessarily, because I don't think he's done. But I think he's one of those. I don't think he's done anything right. like well enough to get there. But he's so good at every part of the game. Well, he has the most interceptions in FPF history. I think so. I remember seeing that. Eagle, produce the show. I eventually Russia yeah. Valier will like a word. Yeah, but eventually. Um, I don't think that's the case though. It, he's in the top ten. Sure, he's in the top ten. I he actually I r- is at 193. You were right. Number one. Yep. Yep. 193. So maybe, maybe he's he's Hall of soon fame. to be Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, he's on the list every year. Yeah. He's one of those guys who gets enough votes to keep himself on the list, basically. Right. Uh, Jeremy Laplante is an absolute phenom. Yeah. Uh, yes. He's the yes. one-hand wheel guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's kind of... No, no, no. He's very He's good. explored it in a way that Phil Fanon did while they're not the same player. 
the way he's just ca- I came out of nowhere and made made an impression on the league. He's he's had that kind of impact. I'm not comparing the two players. I understand. I, you're comparing the rise, the quick rise, yeah. and to the name. To like, what is this guy? To like now everyone knows this guy. Yeah. Uh, to he'll be on Jeff Rosenblatt's team in no time, or mine, <laughs> or yours. Mm-hmm. Um, then. They round out the receiver with like familiar parts like Jared, Jared Buck. Buck, Justin Santillo, yeah. uh, Michael Timmons. Yeah. Uh, a lot of size in that yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so, so the size of those guys on defense and then the abil- the ball skills of LaPlante and, and Danny Damore make that defense really good. Okay, yes. Defensively, yes. I think the biggest question mark is is the quarterback play. And while... 112 quarterback rating? While schematically, he's drawing up good enough plays and his accuracy and his touch on balls is great it's it's the force of which he's throwing with the ball with it's it's floating it's float no it's <laughs> floating up weight how <laughs> many picks do you have this season piece i've had a bad season there you go it's just I have an injured hand they're they're getting to the right spot but not fast enough and if he throws is it, but is that is that Throwing a force, or is because because but, but the balls are underthrown. But so they're they're underthrown. Okay, so they're like underthrown. Because my next question was, is it the because when you don't have a particularly strong ha- arm, yeah, you have to throw with anticipation. Yes, and so and that's what I'm seeing. There's there's that half a second, full second delay of when the ball should be released, and that's just not having played the position long enough. Yeah, and and, and because I think I think he's smart enough, y- he and capable is. enough. I agree that that's without having that. a big arm, he. He he could be a guy like myself, a guy like Joey Taylor, yes. who has to th- like throw with anticipation, get the ball out of his hand yeah. to a spot with anticipation. It's not there yet, yeah. and if it, and if it's not thrown there earlier, he doesn't have the the strength. Yeah, but he has to know that he has to know about his game and make adjustments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, find easier reads or maybe strip down your playbook a little bit, and you know, like it's a whole Kevin Wyatt thing. It's not that he has only four plays; it's that he only needs four. Sp- Four plays against any given team, right? And he'll right. alternate them based on who's playing. That's the thing against. with four plays for Danny Demore. It's not enough for him to score. Well, not I'm not saying the four same plays. I'm saying you can I have your 12, 13, 20 plays, but in that game, where are the four plays are going to work here? You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, I, 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 I wasn't even listening to you, and I just heard four plays. Yeah. But if there's four plays left, left in the game, game to win it, yeah. uh, it's not enough. It's not. He needs. He needs, he needs six. He needs five or six plays. Last question here of the night piece. As we wrap it up, big fat bats, we anointed, or I actually Mo and I anointed them as the number one seed in the uh, as in the power rankings. Has to be Mo because uh, seedings. Yes, yeah, uh, no, but in the power rankings clip, uh, anointed big fat bats as the number one ranked team in our in our power rankings. But since then, uh, they have two losses in their last three games. Uh, could those two losses? Uh, end up hurting them and by giving them a tougher draw in the playoffs, and does it potentially drop them down into D two? Um, you and I were not surprised, but that was a great know- game on Monday night. Uh, yeah, Vic. Yeah, it was a great game. By great the way, game against prime time. But we saw Nikki for a national lineup <laughs> in Division D. That's a, that's a little dirty. Yeah. That's a, I mean, look, hey, you fit the cap, you fit the cap, right? Exactly. Yeah, but. Yep. Um, you work wonders. You got to make the cap magic. You know, they brought in a dude who essentially on defense was just everywhere. Yeah. The nine tackles, like, it's not him being picked on. It's him just breaking uh, on plays and, and just being a big body. And, and you can see some annoyance 
from Matthew Zavatelli. You can see he was like, like th- the reads weren't developing exactly like he wanted. And so it, it just, he was a little off his game. Let's say like, instead of being like a, at an A, A minus level, he was like a B plus, B yeah. level that yeah. game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great clip of him um, throwing the out route to, to A.G. Zapatelli. Yeah. Uh, weird soccer cut. Uh, you know, on his first step, if you notice, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but cool, like, yeah, knowing how to use his body to create space, exactly. um, yes. and and that connection and toe between dragging, those two toe yeah. dragging, yeah, and great ball placement, by the way, like for you know quarterbacks and not you, we we know when a, a ball is well placed, yeah, perfect, that perfect placement, perfect placement, yeah. um, yeah, so I think that's gonna hurt them definitely. Um, I right. think they expected a different kind of game uh, up against prime time and again we're surprised by seeing that on the roster they do win with flag tastic so i do expect them to win the last game mm-hmm. um but big losses to, to every inch counts yep. and prime time and this shows heading into the playoffs they might be a little more vulnerable than we believed even a couple of weeks ago yeah eagle it's now time for games of the week here let me set this all up for us please do or I can just not. Is the That's music playing? Fun. No, not yet. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't hear it two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Could you really not hear it two weeks ago? Yeah. You should probably tell me that before we actually I do did. it. I we like did. We did. No, we did. Go back. Nah, I played the clip. <laughs> what clip? What's a clip? <laughs> What's a clip? <laughs> exactly. All right. Let me just get this started here. That was supposed to be a longer clip as you normally do, but I can tell you guys are in a rush to go. I'm hungry. Yes, I can tell. What are you going to have for t- dinner tonight? What's too good to go? I may, uh, no. <laughs> I may have time to grab chicken wings. You're going to grab chicken wings? Yes. Make How sure you ask for consent sense? first. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. There we go. All Plus right. you have a uh, beauty that consummate to dip your, uh, yeah, my wings in. your wings if it's not hot enough. So. Yes. We're going to go with this. Division A, Royaume Luminaire, hashtag NR. Go uh, Royaume. Same. All-Stars, Star City. Give me Star City for that one. Yeah, I'm going to go Star City. They're going to play with a lot of motivation. Bless up, Party Crashers. Uh, I'm going Party Crashers there. Party Crashers. All right, Division C. Kiss my in-laws, Mengoose. Can't pick it, so peace. Um, there's, a, there's a funny uh, game later in the week. I'm going to go with uh, Kiss my in-laws. Okay. Green Munches, Hot Sauce Sports. I'll go Green Monk. Shots fired. Yeah. I can't pick it. Hot sauce sports by 50. Killer Rays, Besete Seput. I'll go. That's a rematch. Uh, not a rematch, but a continuation of the rained out game. I'll go Beset. Same. All Madden, Air Force 1.2. If George Zerjotis is there, All Madden. If he's not, Air Force 1.2. Trap um, Stars, Primal. I didn't pick. I didn't yeah, pick. And didn't neither, pick. Did, neither did Iggy. I did. Whatever. All Madden. Don't be a coward with the hard C. Trap Stars, Primal. Uh, give me Primal. Primal. Primal looks really good, man. Yeah. Dirty Birds, The Commission. The Commission. <laughs> I'll go with, if Carmen Belice throws The Commission, if not, Dirty Birds. Junkyard Dogs, Top Season. Uh, give me... That one's... Junkyard I'll, Dogs. I'll go JYD. Yeah. Sharks, Bible Study. Give me Bible study. Yeah, because ever since you uh, told <laughs> Corey Wawaski that he's a coward, he's lost every I game. I mean, Sean Abrams lost a couple of games. <laughs> it's Corey working. Wawaski. So it's working. Uh, Bible study. All right. Division E, only flags cover three inches long. 
Oh, that should be good. Um, give me cover three inches long. Only flags. Satrial Trailer Park Boys. You make me so mad every week. Yeah, Satrial's been uh, struggling. Give me TPB. Same. FSU Bloodline. FSU. FSU. Area 69 Timberwolves. Area 69. Area 69. Granddaddy Perp Ben Don't Break. Ben, but don't break. There won't be any bending. There won't be any breaking. They win. All right. Division Coed 2. Never Too Late Team. Kiss My End Zone. We can't pick it. <laughs> Never Too Late Team by 50. <laughs> Eagle is your pick. I don't get to pick you it. Gotta pick. You, pick. The games. you gotta pick. Pick. Uh, we refuse to make our next pick. Yes. So you pick. Pick. Beefton's Les Marchands de Vitesse. I just put this on so I can hear you say. Your wife is waiting for a phone call, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. Eagle, pick. No, I don't pick games. You have to. I don't have to do anything. So you're saying our teams are invaluable to the league. And they're no, not they're not valuable picks. to me. So as a, le- as a league employee, you're saying the teams aren't valuable. No, it's a personal opinion. So the teams are invaluable. As a league of as a okay. league of professional so and everything, I don't have an opinion. So your 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 opinion is that our teams are not valuable to the league. Thank you. Beef I'll, I'll let them know. I'll let them know that FPF doesn't care about them. Beef No, 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 no. Their money is better spent at MFL. Beef tins, les marchands de vitesse. Beef tins. Um. Beef tins. No, marchands de vitesse. Easy fun, fit squad. I said fit squad. We're losing out, so I got to stick with it. Easy fun. Easy fun. All right, the rookies pick six. Fun game. Ooh, yeah. Pick six, though. Yeah, pick six by one. It'll be a close game. Yeah. All right, co-ed division three. Uh, we have two games this week. Dream Killers, Les Crevettes. Give me the shrimps. Uh, Les And Fast Not Furious three, we love big TDs. FNF three. Uh, Fast Not Furious three. All right, division B, Silent Ticklers, Ambush. I'll go ambush for that. I will go ambush. Beers and brownies, Poseidon's kiss. I can't pick it. I will go beers and brownies. Women's one and two. We have. So we should have Eagle pick all these games unless he thinks the women's division is not valuable. Waz and Wolfpack. Put him in a yeah. precarious situation. <laughs> you love cornering people. Yeah. I'll uh, go Waz. Ah, uh, same. Red Nation, Le Petit Miet. Uh, Lipsimiet are on a roll. Give me a LPM. Kind of a plucky game, but yep. give me give me LPM. And lastly, Division D, we have ooh, actually a lot of games for once. Dilf Gang, Blitz Sisters. I'll go Dilf Gang, but it's close. It's I was close hoping game. Blitz Sisters would turn around earlier, but yeah. give me Dilf Gang. Yep. Bandits, Prime Time. Ooh, As, having seen Prime Time this week, they're getting better every week. Give me Prime Time. Yeah, Prime Time. Bandit da Hunsik, the Penetrators. Hunsik. Oh, uh, Hunsik, yeah. Big Dracos, Flagtastic. Big Dracos Big is the name. Big BD. Glory Boys, Flagtastic. Glory Boys. Glory Boys. No Regrets, Born in the 80s. Give me uh, Born in the 80s. No Regrets. Oh. Primetime, Glory Boys. Man, I'm telling you, primetime better and better. I know, I give can't me, pick against them. Give me primetime. Prime time. Longhorns, save the turf tolls. STT. Really? Yep. All right. Speed, speed kills. That's true. And our last game to pick, West Island Boys, why so serious? We bib. Wib. Why do you put me in this position, West Island Boys? 
And that's going to be our games of the week. There are so little games. Just remember that uh, Sundays, uh, Sunday, this coming Sunday, no games uh, Canada Day weekend. Uh, as there was no games the week before. Thank God, too, there was a smoggy Sunday. Hopefully, we don't have as much smog this one. Uh, but, yeah, enjoy your Sunday off from FBF. Happy Canada Day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it's a good time to uh, catch up with all the people you've ignored during the season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. I'll be with my girlfriend. She's in town. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Thanks for Welcome the beer. Tess. She will, she will uh, drink your beer. She loves your beer. Awesome. Very yeah. excited. B&B, by the way. Yeah. Beers and brownie. Well, it's for both brews. Beers and brownie. <laughs> That's what it's for. for. It's for beers and brownie. Well, I mean, I like those things. I think he does. He says magic words, please. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I forget which in what order it is. Good night, David. David. It doesn't work because there has to be a setup. So magic words, please. And then it's Cobra formula. So like it's magic words, please. And then there has to be the alley to the you. So it's going to be like, man, Carrie Price really messed that up. Good night, David. It's a show about David, a show about like. David. Can we get Mo back? <laughs> Put the place up, yeah we know what